Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. We've entered the early stages of an industrial age that has begun taming the wilderness across the world. And while progress brings solutions, it also brings new and more complex problems, and tends to pick at old wounds left unhealed. The first trains have begun to run in the north along with airships, but the long-ignored issues of stolen land, pollution, and deforestation have begun to fester, to name only a few. But our focus and our second story is on one small group of new allies and their own struggles and battles against a changing, dangerous world. Our particular window in time falls 500 years after the Calamity and the Great Shattering of Harris. With any luck, this story will resonate across time like the last. Christmas Fortune Mayor, a dodgy charlatan formerly of the Jade Street Crows Gang, but he doesn't remember that part of his life. With a five-year memory gap and having only recently rediscovered friends he'd forgotten, Christmas is suddenly on a dangerous path left by his former self. Thankfully, he's a master of charm, theatrics, and disguise, and when those don't work, he has found family that, whether he remembers them or not, will fight to the last beside him. Magda Renly, a professional mercenary and member of the revered title clan of Monster Hunters. With a wasting curse weighing on her shoulders that can't be dismissed by normal means, Magda has been left to search for an unconventional cure. Now, she's found herself with a group of allies she didn't ask for, and friends whose love she doesn't understand. Years of dealing with regret, ill health, and distrust have left her slow to ask for help. Noah Barago, a cheery alchemist from Reese's Ridge and son of a well-known engineer and apothecarist. Noah's upbringing was colorful, to say the least, leading to his expertise in potions and mechanical contraptions. He's out in the world to find new ideas and support the family business. But now, he's stumbled into a pile of issues that most rich kids from the suburbs just don't deal with. But in his own words, usually with a gun and a grin leveled at the current problem, don't you worry there, guy, everything's gonna be hunky-dory. Thustrak Wildborn, a wandering warrior from the Nathar clan and student of the runic battle traditions of the giant kin. Raised by folk who believed in the survival of the fittest, but refused to adapt to the modern world, Thustrak left the clan to seek outside knowledge to hopefully bring home one day. He is set on helping his people survive, even if they are stuck in their old ways and don't realize how badly they need his insight. And we're live, everybody. Okay, that took longer than I thought it would. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. I am your Dungeon Master, Taylor Wallace. And joining me, I have Astrid Knight. Hey. That was obnoxious. Um, yeah. we, I got Blake Wolf. Yeah, hi. I got Zach Gale. What up? And Zach Coop. Hello. Yeah, sorry, Ash. The click on oh, your microphone sorry. was very obnoxious. Oh, I thought you meant I was obnoxious. I was no, like, I mean, no, yes. no. <laughs> no. Thank you. 
Thank you, Val. You're, not, You're, <laughs> You're not mean enough to be that obnoxious, but uh, uh... she's not. <laughs> oh my god. She really isn't, though. Like, since when has Ash ever insulted you and you've been like, oh, never? <laughs> mm, no. Usually it's when Ash is like, when I say something that I'm like wanting a reaction on and Ash is quiet, that I'm like, oh my God, I'm a failure. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's been a couple times where I've like cracked a joke and she doesn't laugh. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I suck. No, <laughs> it, was, it was usually because yeah. you didn't hear it or you were zoned out. It's usually out. because I'm not paying attention. Yes, yeah, thanks. Ah, that yeah. makes me feel even better. You're not yeah. paying attention to me. Great. God. I love that for me. I don't pay attention oh. to anybody. <laughs> anyway. Oh, fuck. Anyway. Where, where'd you come from? I've been here for 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> right. that legit happens. Anyway. It's called the ADHD. Shh. The edit. Shh. What? Shut up. <laughs> Last time. <laughs> I love you people. I love you people so much. I always look forward to Saturday. Um, last time, episode 28, Reluctant Aid, you guys were in the Borden house in Port Zaris. Uh, after figuring out, mostly, uh, how to deal with the Almadam and the Cistern, uh, Vesper showed up to help you guys out. Uh, searching the house, you found a note that was very suspicious, uh, asking someone to take him home as soon as you can and don't let his guardian follow. We need to adjust some things. Signed, S. Uh, you guys fucked around the boarding house for a while, figuring out what to do. Uh, and you were able to actually leave safely after getting permafrost for Maldehyde, uh, and Vesper cleaning you guys up to make sure no spores made it out. Uh, on your way back to the estate, you, well, Christmas grabbed some whiskey. Uh, you guys stopped by the AMC office, and, uh, you also met up with Tore Honorbound, which is, uh, a scribe from the Typhal clan, who came at Magda's call, uh, and his apprentice, Lanza Haas. Um, well, let's see. Um, what? No. Go ahead. I know you're used to me ignoring. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Walter eventually arrived, uh, and as is typical when Walter's around, he just made snide remarks and tried not to answer anything directly. Uh, but you did learn that he was intending on bringing an extra person with you when you banffed to Constanos. Uh, Marceline Nyland, Leon Veneer's fiance and a former crow, as Walter did not know. We're um, everywhere. Huh? I said we're everywhere. Yep. They're every woman. It's all in them. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, but after uh, talking with Walter for a while, uh, he did admit that he has known Marceline longer, uh, four years, but he did not know she was a crow. Um, you also got the idea that he and Leon are actually pretty good friends. Uh, 
and not just, you know, co-workers or boss and worker. Um, let's see. Noah got cake. Uh, I did. I still have cakes to give everyone. Yep. Uh, Magda started asking Walter about his tattoos, uh, and he gave a little bit of information, uh, admitting that some of them were inspired by Silas Veneer, uh, and that his wife has uh, matching tattoos on her palms because they both got into magic and college because of Silas. Um, Had. Do you think when they cast magic, they do the magenta and riffraff thing and they like put their hands together? <laughs> I feel like that'd be super cool. <laughs> they may have when she was alive. Oh my God. Now he has to. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just by himself. Yeah, yeah, now he has to be Edward. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, after a while of talking to Walter, he did admit that he does actually want to help you guys. Uh, he's just having a hard time being nice. Uh, he offers to introduce you guys to Marceline to vet her before you guys take her along. Um, and Walter and Magda had a little little side conversations in there that were nice. We're working on that friendship. Um, you guys all went in different directions to chill out for a while. Fustrak got some stuff with his Phoenix Mark. Uh, Gwyn and Magda talked over some worries. Noah ordered another cake for Walter. Mm -hmm. uh, Jasper was real fucking cute. And Christmas got a chance to sit still and uh, think about some things. Uh, yeah, think about some things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah while continuing to fill himself uh, full of whiskey. Marceline arrived in the evening to meet you guys. She seemed shocked to see fellow crows. Uh, but as far as you guys could tell, she was pretty nice and genuine. Um, she did, uh, as you guys told her about what you were up to, um, she seemed surprised to find out that Tristan was the quarry butcher. Uh, and then immediately asked, what's the soonest Walter could leave? And he said, in the morning. She also asked if any, uh, if uh, Christmas had seen Sala, and you said, you know, I can't answer that. Um, she headed out while Walter summoned a magnificent mansion and welcomed you guys inside. Oh, oh yeah, I forget that he... So it's still Turin 22nd. Turin 22nd. Uh, you guys are inside one of the villas at uh, Courage Estate, uh, and Walter has summoned a ring portal into the air, and he has disappeared through it. What'd you like to do? Um, Don't everybody talk at once. I want to grab the cakes and then go inside. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Jasper's on your heels, uh, carrying a couple of them for you. Probably a good um, idea. As you guys, uh, is everybody else going in? Is anybody fucking off to do something else? Okay, good. Uh, for, for the first time ever, the party's together. Um, <laughs> you guys, like uh, you guys stepped through this portal that he summoned out of like a ring, a spoon, and something else that's involved in that spell. Um, and you step into a gorgeous Constanian-style ballroom, 
um, where it's very, uh, it's got like marble flooring that's, uh, there's dark marble in some areas and light marble in others that creates this like expanding floral pattern as it goes out toward the walls. Um, and you see at the center of the inner flower, which is sort of sort of uh, resembles a rose, um, there is a ring set into the uh, into the floor. Um, just beyond that, there are two curling staircases that go up to a balcony that overlooks everything, and there are uh, three hallways, one going forward and two to each side. Um, you see, uh, scattered across this room, um, there are a number of sort of only slightly there figures, these uh, ghostly images that you can't quite tell what they are, but they're definitely animals. They move around on like four feet, uh, but they just sort of drift through. Um, and as you step in, you see Walter, uh, standing in the center of all of this uh sort of making these gestures into the air and you see the runic tattoos on his arms lighting up as you watch the walls uh actually press in a little bit not too far um but as they shift inward the shape of the marble flooring starts to change and the floral pattern becomes geometric um and everything just kind of shifts uh, the staircases even move inward, and then it all clicks into place and just echoes across the chamber. Uh, you can see above you almost Sistine Chapel, like vaulted ceilings. Um, there are murals and paintings everywhere. Um, but at the front of the hall, beneath the balcony, uh, hanging between two glass doors that go out to what looks like a garden. Uh, you see there is a larger portrait of a beautiful woman uh, in a like nice, slightly lop, uh, not lopsided, but like uh, a fashionably like cocked hat with like feathers and flowers in it. Um, and she's sitting alone in this painting in a chair, just sort of looking over the hall. Um, but Walter lowers his arms and he turns to all of you and says, well, this is home. Make yourselves comfortable. Will do. Thank, thanks. If there is say. anything you need, um, he motions to these like ghostly figures. Just simply call for it. Um, Noah, if you would like, uh, the dining room, and he points up one of these staircases to the Western Hall. Uh, the dining room is up that way. Uh, and you actually feel the cakes like taken out of your hand by one of these ghostly figures that stands up on all fours. It's almost like looking at a blur. You can't really make out details about it. Is a hell of a way to avoid paying property taxes. Just an observation. It has certainly saved me some money, but getting to the point that I could actually make this cost a lot.
what do you all want a house tour or something uh i mean do we we're it's a big you house just where do we yeah do like... you just want us to go find a place to sleep the uh Chambers are on either side. Uh, dining and kitchen in the what I call the West Hall. Um, and then study, parlor, greenhouse in the east. There's a garden uh, outside. And then there is a hall that goes over the garden into a sort of recreational area, if you will. Cool. Well, I'm going to eat because Noah's put a lot of work into these cakes, I think. Or he had someone put a lot of work into these cakes. So (laughs) I'm going to eat. And then uh, I got some shit to work on. So I'm going to eat and run. Uh, Anything else you might want? Food, drink, whatever. Just ask for it. Uh, It will be brought to you. Um, Being that it is early evening still and... We will probably wait a little while after dawn to leave. That way we don't arrive in Constanos at three in the morning. Um, feel free to enjoy yourselves in the library, training, whatever you like. I believe I have a billiards table somewhere. Not billiards, pool. There's a difference. Okay. Billiards doesn't have pockets. Yeah. Ew. I know. What do you do? With it? Do you just knock you, the balls it's, off it's the table? It's a rail game. Um, oh, that's dumb. Around. It's billiards. Mm. Cool. I'm gonna go eat cake. Yeah. Um, he All will. Right. He will show you to where the kitchen and dining room are, which is uh, up the stairs to the left. Uh, he takes you down a hallway that you see is lined with maps and paintings and portraits um and actually magda you'll recognize that there's a portrait of silas veneer in here um Mm. uh with marin um it appears to be them older like maybe in their 40s 50s i mean silas was a little older than marin but um it's just a nice portrait it looks older but very well kept um he, uh, he leads you down, and you go through this uh, wide archway that leads into a dining room with uh, a table that could probably seat 20. Um, but as you guys step in, uh, parts of the table start to move and actually press into the walls and disappear until it's smaller and more, like, not intimate but like it you would it's not like you're all going to be spaced apart hugely um and uh, all the cakes are laid out on the table in front of different chairs mm-hmm. uh, and like place settings appear and like silverware materializes out of the table um you see that hanging over the table there is this gigantic crystal chandelier that like if it were anybody else, it'd be tacky, but it kind of works with the aesthetic in here. Um, it's not, the place isn't like over decorated. It's kind of warm and actually a little sparse. Um, the paintings and landscapes seem to be 
the primary form of decoration throughout this place. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, you guys will notice that each of your cakes have a message for you. Oh God. Oh. Yeah. Okay. No, I. All like, of them have a unique message. Um, like written in icing. Yes. Aw. If mine uh, says Merry Christmas, I will leave no, it on the table. It does not. Christmas doesn't exist um, in this world. It says Happy right, Holidays. We'll do a, yeah. <laughs> Chorizo Fiesta Wear. It says Keep Christ in Christmas. Um, oh, God. So, uh, Magda, yours is uh, black with a uh, white icing on it. It's got little birds all over it. And it says, uh, sorry, I used all your potions and you might die. Foostrock, <laughs> <laughs> um, yours is... <laughs> Hang on, I gotta check them off as I say them. Uh, yours is um, white and it's got like little black and white cows on it. Like, same way they were last time, udders and everything. Uh, and it says, you're a good cow. Mm. Um, and then Jasper's uh, has little fists painted all over it. And it says, sorry, you almost died. Um, Gwyn's has li- is purple and it has little clams all over it. And it says, good job, sexy oh Magda. God. Oh my god! This is what happens when Ben gets to do creative things. Yep, yep. yep. I love this so much. Is Vesper with us? No. No, okay. Well, I had one delivered then to Vesper. um, And it says, uh, thanks for saving us. And it has little bow tie pastas all over it. Okay. Because she has imposter syndrome. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. there is one for uh, Christmas that uh, is blue, and it has little whiskey bottles on it, and it says, please stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what Walter's is. <laughs> yeah, Walter's. Walter's is a red velvet cake with white icing. It's got little limes on it, and it says, thanks for the lime. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, because he brought, he brought lime brought to fill in lines. the Oh, yeah. But they're yeah. lines. That's clever. I thought that was yeah. I like it. Okay, well. <laughs> um, and then you'll see that uh, Noah has one for himself. Um, hang on. Which one? I So it actually has two messages on it, like in a circle, like one on the top and one on the bottom. And there's little guns and vines and plants all over it. And the top one says um, bullets are sometimes dangerous. And the bottom one says, stop trying to kill everyone. (laughs) (laughs) He gave this to himself. Yeah, I gave myself. A pep talk. Yeah, little, little, uh, (laughs) here we go. Enjoy your cakes. I should do Uh, that to myself. Just get myself a tiny cake that says, stop gaslighting your players. (laughs) (laughs) And then in parentheses, except Ash. (laughs) What'd you say, Harris? Thanks. No, no I was going to say, did you say Mary? Shh. <laughs> what are you saying, Harris? What did you say? Uh, 
Th these cakes may be one of my favorite things. Oh, okay. okay. No, we were asking Zach. Sorry. Now, okay, sorry. I heard Marin and I was like, oh, God, that hasn't happened in it's a while. It's not all about you, Ash. God. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to say, Logan? <laughs> Never mind. It's not about me. So. Oh, my God. Uh, Speak your damn things. Uh, Magda will look at hers and be like, wow, this is actually really sweet. And then she looks over at Gwen's and she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Gwen? Okay. okay, so Gwen is sitting there like... Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, Noah. So many clams on that cake. Yes, this is very sweet, Noah. You, you see her shoulders, like, going? <laughs> she's trying really hard not to laugh out loud. Um, but as you guys are looking around, like, Jasper is, like, super excited about his. Um... One, it's going to taste good, and two, he can read it. That's true. Aww. Yeah. Yay. Aww. Um, yeah, buddy. But you guys see uh, Walter sitting at the end of the table, because he's kind of, he's not, like, removed from you, but he gets that he's not, like, part of the crew. Um, he's looking down at his, just going, I think I understand the joke, but... <laughs> And you see a little bit of a smile start, and he's. Just... It's okay. We're all we're all miserable assholes here. You can laugh, and we won't tell anyone. Thank you, Mister Barocco. Mm, yeah, you know you're welcome. Huh, all right. Um. Bone appetite, I guess. Ah, yes. Bone ape to everybody. Bone apple teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to give Noah a pat on the back. I've I've um, <laughs> smeared the word stop on mine, so now it just says, please drink. Drinking. But you guys, you guys get into your, your cakes and they are fucking wonderful because it's from the bread basket. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. not the you know, baguette. Yeah, the baguette. They don't. No, do the baguette cake. is not as. Yeah, mm -hmm. they do some fantastic bagels, though. There's um, also a gun shop that does a gun shop and a donut that. shop that's called the Battalion. You decided that. <laughs> yeah. I, I did. I did. I did and it's not canon. approve it's that. Canon. No, it's, it's a not. Walmart. No, it's just guns and donuts. No, why? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, you guys, you guys start eating, and uh, at one point, uh, Magda, you feel something rub against your ankle. Yeah, I like flinch, and I look down. You see uh, a little uh, orange and black tortoiseshell cat, just kind of weaving between legs. Oh, hello! I'm gonna reach down and pet it. Yeah, you you hear. <laughs> And just like that, that oh, sound, because that's what Xena sounds like. Um, and she just, <laughs> she just rubs, she just rubs all over you. Uh, but eventually, she sort of weaves her way down the table, getting attention from anybody who who will pay attention to her. And she hops up on the table and sits on the corner next to Walter. Uh, with this being the first time that we have uh, come across a cat in this campaign, I feel like it uh -huh. is very important to establish the character of Christmas is someone mm -hmm. that loves cats because if mm -hmm. you're not, you're a bad person. Yeah. Mm. Wow. 
That's strong words. I've drawn my line in the sand, and I'm standing on one side of it, okay? That's... Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's this beautiful, small uh, tortoiseshell cat. Uh, and you see that instead of like a collar, she has this um, almost like silk, uh, like, uh, oh, what are they called? It's not a kerchief. A ribbon. A bandana. It's it's a almost choker. similar. It's almost similar to oh, like yeah. a cravat, um, wow. but it's purple silk. Wow. Um, Fancy kit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can see she's got some. some oh my gray. god, it's a pussy bow. She's got. That's actually some, a thing. She's got. Is it? So yeah. oh my god, no. Google it. It's no. like literally a piece of clothing. Stop it. <laughs> um. She, you can see she's got like gray patches in places, especially around her face. Uh, this cat's so concerned. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh yeah. my god. Okay, that was less dirty than I thought it was gonna be. What? <laughs> it's you, though, Ben. How yeah, can yeah. Like, otherwise? Legit, it's a pussy bow. Um, but yeah, you can see she's definitely older. You can guess that this cat is probably pushing like 15, 16 years old. Oh, that's um, old, bitch. old baby. But yeah, Walter just reaches over and <laughs> scratches her head a little bit as he's eating. Yeah. What's got the cat's name? Oh, God. Um, I didn't come <laughs> up with the name. Uh, uh, no. Okay. Henrietta. No. Lila. Her name is Reba. Fungus. <laughs> Dolly. Oh yeah. Her her name is Charlie. Oh, cute. Oh, okay. I fucking love that name. But yeah, he he uh as he's like give her a little scratch says, uh her name is uh Charlie. She just lives here in the the void while you're mm-hmm. running around doing shit. Okay. I mean, I come in here almost every night. Okay. What? Can you? Can you well, leave then, just in the void? Uh, with some very careful magic, yes. Ah, okay. But she say. cannot leave here. Uh, why? she fake? No, she's very much real. Um, no, she dead? I... No, she's not. Oh, okay. Shockingly, she's still alive. And he looks at her. Uh, old ass cat. Says, no, uh, It's I, his wife. <laughs> years ago, when I sold my actual home, uh, <laughs> I didn't have anywhere to put her so she was my traveling companion for a while Mm. and then when I managed to make this particular place I found a way to bind her to it that way she can come with me but she's not in any danger Mm. not a bad plan well considering the fact and he reaches over and sort of like brushes the fur on like her her uh, front shoulder back a little bit considering the fact she's been shot while she's been with me I think this is a safer bet yeah mm. say so. I would imagine that being in here is about as safe as you can be 
Yes, no one can come in without my permission. It's a nice house. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I designed it myself. It's I haven't of, had... Uh, hmm? uh, I was going to say a lot of nice artwork. Yes. I... All of this is recreations of my favorite pieces of art. I, um, I'm not much of an artist myself, but I enjoy painting, I suppose. Kind of a weird thing to have your uh, employer's ancestors up on the wall, if you don't mind me saying. I prefer not to think of it that way. That sounds strange. Well, I mean, that's what it is. I don't have my employer's ancestors on the wall. I have my inspirations on the wall. I liked the story of the original Obsidian Collective before I met Leon. Hmm. Getting I'd some like very to make like insight check. I'm getting some very okay. like fanboy gone wrong vibes. Yeah, it's he has one painting of two famous <laughs> people that he looks up to, and then he nope. has like tattoos, and he's got it. Mm. He's got I'd a like dead wife. An insight check. <laughs> he's got a dead wife. That's the key he's right there. That's what for... that's what makes everything make sense. The dead wife, the and he's got a cat with a ears. bullet hole in it. <laughs> this man's in his thirties. He's lived a life sorry he's in his 30s yeah i would definitely There's imagine him no older way than he's that. in his 30s he was born in 466 which means he's so 30 5 37 almost 36 that's not 30 <laughs> That's when the first number starts with a three. Yeah, when the first number starts with a three, you're in your thirties. No, he's not thirty. Unless there's two numbers after he's, it. That's true. Uh, yeah, thirty. He's almost thirty-six. Whatever. <laughs> I'd like to make an insight check. On, uh, okay. What, what are you? What are you trying to? to what? Because he's talking about the veneers and he's all like, oh, I just like the story and everything. It's like... I mean, he already gave you a little bit more last time. But, you know. Yeah, go ahead. Twenty-one. Um, there is... What he's telling you is true. He, he's inspired by them and their story. But there may be a little more of a personal connection there. I don't even need to insight check Walter anymore. I know everything that you're about to say anytime someone rolls a good insight check with him. Cool. Starting last session, I was just like, I don't need these anymore. I already know everything about this man. Great. <laughs> no, you don't trust everything. Me. Yeah. Um... But yeah, there, there's a more personal connection there, and there is a lot of admiration. Not, he's not obsessed with them, but they're definitely like role models, and he's doing a very bad job 
of following that example. <laughs> okay. Well, if you were all going to sit here and stare at me, uh, I am going to go do something else. And he stands up, picks up his cat, puts her on his shoulders, and steps out of the dining room. Well, well hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Uh, do you have a closet? The clothes Several. that we can borrow? You won't be able to take them out of here. Ah, uh, damn it. Hmm. You know, that was that would have been yeah. a really good opportunity for you to little practical joke on us because we would have why anyway. <laughs> why? My God. Because we could we would have been naked. Yeah. Would why would I walked out of here with clothes and just that? Cause it's, I know you're kind of an asshole. Yeah. Man, you're. I thought well, we were going to make got, a joke he's about. Gonna... He's going to invite us into his home and you're going to call him an asshole. That's... I mean, he is. That's damn. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't... Did you just say that's damp? Are you? It's nice that you didn't do that. Anyway. And he, he walks out. <laughs> Good job, guys. Does anyone have more than one set of clothes with them? Yeah. I got a sweater Probably. from up in Lux Landing. I got all my old shit. Cool, can I have it? You're gonna wear Magda's clothes? No. God, Christmas is so good at being unintentionally creepy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a solace in him. Uh, do you think any of my stuff is gonna fit on you? Because honestly, I'm. Oh no, I'm I'm good for what I need. I'm just if we're going to Constantos, I don't want us all showing up looking like us. Okay. So maybe we can pick stuff up later. Yeah. Uh, I mean. It sounds like he said, you know, we're, we're going pretty early in the morning. So if we want to make a little shopping trip before we leave. No, he did say that you guys were going to wait a bit so that you don't end up in Constantinople at 3 a.m. Yeah, so we can, you know. Okay. Never mind. Keep your clothes. Okay. All right. Cool. Why are you guys so awkward today? I don't. It's the, <laughs> it's the, we're a bunch of poor people except for Noah uh, in this insane Ustruck house. has a fuck ton of money, you guys. Yeah, we... I, and we, if Ustruck gave us a fuck ton of money... Magda has a fuck ton of money. Do I? Yeah, don't you? How much did you give me? Oh, no, I'm, I'm thinking like, of Talon. I'm thinking of Talon. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was gonna uh -huh, say, Talon yeah. has a fuckload Talon, of money. Sorry. Like, the worlds, they're bleeding together. <laughs> God, I hope uh, not. I feel uh, like who's trying? Oh you God, gave the... me a bunch of money, though. Yeah, I, I gave you 500 gold pieces. Why did I not record that? You should, I you don't do fucking that. know. I, I took it out of my inventory. Yeah, don't ask us that question. That's that's on you. I give Christmas five hundred gold too, and I offered some to Noah, and he was like, "Nah, I'm good." Yeah, nah. 
I'm stupid. I'm sorry. Uh, well, yeah. Um, so I have like a decent amount of money now. Okay. While cool. you guys are sitting here um, and you're finishing up your dessert dinner, um, the plates sort of just vanish from in front of you, and then you see uh, rolling out of this fairly large kitchen uh, comes a metal cart just on its own. Uh, it is covered in bar tools and wine be and different drinks. Guest. Be a guest. And it just rolls up to the table and gently nudges it. Uh, is it full of alcohol? I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to look at the cart and I'm going to be like, hey... We don't need that here. Thanks. And it starts rolling backwards. Uh, I'm going to reach yeah, there over we go. and try to grab a bottle as it rolls away. Make a dexterity check. Okay. I shoot him. Six. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you go to reach and the cart does a quick little and just yeah, just disappears back into the kitchen. Thank you. Okay, bye. Um, I'm gonna go make some potions, you guys. I'm gonna start okay. working on, uh... Noah, what do you want your name to be? For what? For Constantinos. <laughs> uh, how about... Bobbert. You got it. Uh, by the way, Noah, when you say uh, you're going to start working on potions, uh, you see a glow start in the floor from right under your feet that lights up red, and then a line starts extending toward the door and down the hallway. Oh. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, I will... What is that? It's a little Ash's rice egg. Oh, yeah, okay. I was crazy. trying to figure out what it was. It's like, why do you keep rubbing this piece of flannel over you? Like, I, <laughs> I'm very confused. Uh, Ashes cool back hurts from carrying all of her character's trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's what it uh, is. She already deadlifts her own. Oh my god, I will follow. That is not a deadlift. That is not how you don't. deadlift. But all right, I don't give a shit. What? <laughs> anyway, I will follow the line to okay. the thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Noah takes off. Uh, you follow it down the hall, uh, back down to the main floor, and it takes you through a uh, side door off the uh, off the ballroom uh, that leads you into a uh, a library that has this large study room attached to it that has like you know, less flammable shit in it. Mm. Um, and you see in there, uh, there are shelves lined with different glassware and uh, different tools that you would need. No materials, but all the tools for chemistry, alchemy, anything, pretty much. Okay. I'll go ahead and just make one. I think that's all I can do. I can make one uh, regular potion. Okay. Uh, Fustrak is actually going to follow along with Noah. Mm. 
I'm going to hang out with Magda, Gwen, and Jasper, and I'm going to pull out my forgery kit, and I'm going to start working on identifications for people. My seventh bottle of whiskey. It's just the one bottle. It's one bottle. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm hanging out with Christmas, I guess. <laughs> cool. Um... Yeah, Jasper pulls out his little journal and starts drawing and writing in it. Um, Gwen is just kind of sitting there, glancing around, wondering what the fuck is happening. Because, uh, I mean, like, a few weeks ago, she owned a brothel and was just kind of living life. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, uh, she she sits back in her seat and she looks over at Christmas. She says, "So, since I assume Walter says that no one else can get in here, um, do you think we'll have friends already waiting for us in Constanos?" Um. We know that there's a couple of members of the Obsidian Collective that are going to be there that have offered help for us. Yes, that'll be um, Armin and Sonoring. But we may end up running into Leon as well if his fiance is going there. Yeah. But I'm more... Uh, I'm more concerned about Sala. She's already there, and uh, I, I told her to lay low until we showed up. I wasn't planning on showing up for uh, a little while longer, though. Yeah. I, I'm worried about being back in that territory. What? I'm in the middle of a thing. Go away, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cat just comes trouncing back in. Um, That's what we yeah. did in another one of my campaigns because, like, four of us had cats. So every time a cat showed up, we would just be like, ah, that's the cat that exists in our campaign. His name was Cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, sitting back in her chair, she says, I am. Um, well, I'm sure you all can understand that I'm very uh, nervous about Sala being anywhere near there. She's been missing for four or five years, and now we're just walking right back into the fire. We're going to try and do it as discreetly as possible. I have learned that discreet doesn't work very well with this group. Well, well we're gonna try again until we, until it works. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of an eclectic bunch, to say the least. In what way? Well, we've got you for starters. It was a Mr. joke. You don't actually have to go through and. Uh, well, I'm just saying you're very theatrical. Well, I'm gonna subdue it a little bit in mm -hmm. Constanos. 
I'm also worried about Walter. From what I he's understand. told us, he and Tristan used to be very close. I'm worried that that's going to come back to bite us. That Walter's not going to be able to stand up to him. He kind of does seem to go on whatever side he thinks is going to benefit at the moment. And if we start losing... Don't you think it's kind of weird that a man like that looks up to Silas and Marin? It doesn't really seem like something that they would do. Right, the... They all seem kind of like goody-two-shoes, you know, and he's very much not. He's very morally grey. It is a little weird. Um, Taylor, mm-hmm. while I'm talking, I'm also working. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take a... I'm going to slide a, one of the identifications that I have made over to Magda. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, like a... I don't know what sort of identification you need in at Lauren. I'm just basing it um, off of like the regular stuff that we would carry around. I'm just making it with new names because I can do that. Um, there isn't really a, a formalized like ID system, mm-hmm. but uh, in more like up with the times places in the world, uh, some people do have what are kind of like passports. Um, they use them to. Uh, basically, if you ever fly on an airship, you need one of these, um, because they, they sort of track where you've gone. Um, it's more of a thing of like, if the airship goes down and they find you, they can figure out like where the airship came from, where other bodies might be, where it was headed, so on and so forth. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that too. In that case, I'm just making very like general, like identification almost like like supporting documents basically just to be like if yeah. someone did ask you to confirm your identity because you know we've played this far and no one's been like show me your id you know so like yeah the only people who have like real like proof of who they are are noble people because they need to be able to prove who they are for right. security purposes but yeah um so i will i will pass over one of these to magda uh and it has the name aurora burke on it b-u-r-k-e aurora like aurora nightingale um and then i hand two over to gwen or no i'm sorry i hand one over to gwen and Mm um uh on one side it says um it's it's actually not an ID. It just is a piece of paper, and on the on the on the top it says, "Come up with one yourself," and then mm-hmm. uh, flip this. I'm trying to do this a little bit discreetly. Okay. Yeah, she looks over at you, kind of confused. 
I'm not sure what you want from me here. Uh, to flip it. Okay, she flips it over. Okay. It says, I'm starting to remember things. Uh-oh. What uh-oh. fake name did he give you? Mine's great. Um, I look at Christmas and kind of just like, great, good job. What's a good Scandinavian name? Rose Nyland. Pretty flirty. Rose is not a... Yeah, uh, while you're looking that up, uh, Magda, just as a general rule, don't tell people who you are unless they ask for it. Don't tell lies unless you absolutely have to. Um, it's who kind the of, fuck do you think I am? Uh, I don't talk to anybody. I'm, I know, I'm I just to. saying. Some people, when they're trying to, you know, be someone who they aren't, they get nervous and they make mistakes and... So, I'm just letting you know, just be yourself. We're, all we're really going to do is make you look a little different and give you this so that people don't think that Magda Renly is just walking around in Constanos. You know, honestly, I'm not the one that we should be worrying about. I think the one we should be worrying about is Foostrock. <laughs> oh, I'm doing this for Foostrock, too. I uh, know, but uh, he's also like a, min- a massive minotaur and... Is very friendly. He also doesn't chatty. walk into random towns and start fights with children. I that was one time, <laughs> and it was not a random fight. I asked him for information, and he was an asshole. And I didn't think he was a child. Where did so. that put you? Anyway, wow! Didn't Noah do just such a good job with the cakes? Though, no, doing wonderful. What you want, boy? Come on. Don't. Not today. Don't. So, what do you think is his Hello. deal with um, Silas and Marin? I mean, I don't know. Um, what do you think? It's alright. Not to go to, like, tinfoil hat or anything. But we were dealing with all the cult of the Eternal the whole time. And he was just mysteriously not present for any of that. Uh, Not saying that he is like a cultist or anything, but I wonder if maybe he might be a sympathizer or something. We we didn't ask him to come with us on that. No, I understand. We asked him to drop us on the doorstep of... uh... The Obsidian Collective, which he did, and mm-hmm. then I assume and he, he went about. And then he just stopped off for like two days, which I wonder where he was those two days. But you can go ask him. Yeah, he'll definitely tell me. He's very good at that. Appears on the floor in yellow and extends out the door. <laughs> oh God! I think I'll actually sit right here and not do that. It fades. Yeah. (coughs) I think that's a dangerous leap in logic, Magda. I'm just... I don't know what he's about. I don't know at all. You know, like... I like the Vidanas just as much as anybody else, but I'm not getting tattoos. And 
dangerous symbology tattoos as well. Do you know what those are, those are about? Do I know what those are about? Which ones? The hand tattoos. Palms? Uh, make a religion check. <laughs> I'm rolling so well today, guys. Uh, nine. No fucking clue. Uh, they let him do magic. <clears throat> well, Silas's were basically brands because he was in service to the Titan Dorthair. And once he got Keladir, they went away. So it's an interesting choice, I think, that he and his wife would get those specific tattoos. Hmm. Yeah, that's definitely weird. This is why I listen back to all of this at 1.5 speed. <laughs> Just long pause. I'm I'm like on the verge of being able to understand double speed. Um uh why do you have some sort of is there anything you have inklings about any theories? Um Taylor, hmm? how much of a resemblance is there between Walter and the portrait of Silas that's on the wall? That's a good question. Hmm. Um, being that only one piece of art exists of either of them in my repertoire, um, there is an interesting resemblance. It's not true. Yeah, that is true. No, there was a portrait back in Alistair's place of the whole collective no in my repertoire real life i've only ever done oh art of either of them okay once. Oh. i thought silas's, you meant like in yeah silas's is, is just like a side shot um there is there is a resemblance there walter it depends on what stage of life you look at silas in um walter definitely looks older than he is uh which does make him look like the slightly older portraits of silas um the uh let me let me actually look at a thing real quick um oh my god a sorting system Um, one thing that uh, you would notice about uh, 
Walter and something that no longer exists with Silas is that uh, Walter has very pale blue eyes, which Silas used to have. But his eye color changed because of Keladir. So, I mean, the theories that he's related aren't unfounded. Dark hair, nice, nice facial hair, blue eyes, Constanian style, but that's more, more of an individual thing. Yeah, it just makes me wonder if maybe uh, people in houses like this like to hang up portraits of old family members. Not their boss's ancestors. I mean... But why would he be secretive about that? That's the question. He seems like a man that likes to keep a lot of things close to his chest. In fact, I won't even say he seems like he is a man that likes to keep a lot of things close to his chest. Yeah, I know, but like... Look at the amount of responsibility and attention someone like Leon gets. Maybe Walter just wants to avoid that and pursue his own interests. But would Leon even know about it? Uh, they're pretty good friends and Walter likes to lie to us. I just, I just don't know. Half me, part of me has half a mind to go in there and ask him about all this, but I don't think that he would say anything. Well, we could all be dead tomorrow, so might be the last chance you get. Uh. I just... Mm, is it going to benefit us right now? It also might make another enemy that we don't want. Right now, our priority is Christine. I mean... Is that really going to upset him if we're like, hey, are you related to the Veneers? It's not like we're going to go around telling everyone. It's not like it's our business. We have a habit of uh, getting into business that's not really supposed to be ours, though. So Yeah, well, we haven't really like done anything to harm him at this point. That's true. So. I will leave it up to you. In the meantime, he's been very kind to us, so I will respect the man's business as his own. It sure has taken you a long time to come up with a name, Gwen. I've yeah. had one. You two were just <laughs> talking. Um, I think I'm going to go with, uh, Linnea. Okay. That's nice. Uh, Linnea Anders' daughter. 
I will finish the one that I've had ready for for Gwen. Just fill out the name and hand it over. Sure. Awful lot of silence in this session so far. We're tired. It's been a long day in games. It's been a long life. Um, yes. But yeah, um, as you guys are, are chatting, um, occasionally uh, you'll see one of these like phantoms go by and like cleaning things up. And at one point you watch the, uh, the uh, table uh, like decorations disappear and then a new set appear with like fresh flowers and, and whatnot. Um, not to mention there's been a color shift where uh, you've watched slowly around the room that like curtains and whatnot that were like reds and golds are fading into purples and grays as if everything is turning to an evening color. God, Gwen, you think I'm extra? And she she shrugs. She says, "I uh, I like the man's taste. It's not too much. You, on the other hand, you are too much." Yeah, he had a weird color scheme going on. The color scheme works, though. It's contrasting colors. Yeah, also, I've got basically every color that there is on me in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. You know, I, I don't really think about myself as someone that pursues magic, per se, but someday being able to do something like this, that, that'd be nice. Sure is magnificent. Oh my god. In the corner, oh, there's this little monkey you. that plays drums and then just stares over at Magda. Like... <laughs> but, but, um... But, um... Uh, okay, while we're sitting here, can I make a religion check to see if I can make <clears throat> if anything about Walter evokes Dulthair. <laughs> I thought you were about to ask me, is Walter a god? No, no, because, no, no, no. because is Walter Taylor, Dulthair? Taylor has history. No. Um uh, yeah, you can make a you can make a history or religion check because in D D gods are real and not well, the you know same. false constructs. Well, they're the same, so 16 16 um i mean the marks on his hands obviously there's no like photos of what silas's hands used to look like when he had those markings uh but one thing you do know is that when silas had them they were not tattoos they didn't look anything like that in fact they sort of seemed, from descriptions that you've heard, um, they looked like they were, <clears throat> they followed his skin, but they looked separate. Almost like if you put Vanta Black on skin, it doesn't look like skin anymore. Um, but Walters are very clearly tattoos. In fact, like edges of them have faded. 
uh, because it's been 17 years-ish, and he uses his hands a lot. There's uh, nothing religious in nature about them. Okay. How, what is the general consensus about Dolthair since Silas, like, you know, mm-hmm. he wrote all these books about um, how, like, he was manipulative and horrible and everything like that. What's the yeah. general feel of him since then? Um. Well... Another another big thing of, like, with the emergence of the Lycari and the Obsidian Collective, the uh, all of the Titans came back that were missing. Um, so opinions of the Titans have kind of gotten better over time, uh, now that they're all back at their posts and doing their things, and Taldanast is not carrying everything. Um... Delthair has a generally not a fearsome reputation, but people try not to mess with him. Uh, Most people are of the general opinion, those who care. Um, A lot of people just kind of leave Titan stuff out because they're like, it'll never affect me. They're just doing their own thing. Um, General opinion of Delthair is he gets shit done but god help you pun intended if you get in the way okay he he is generally revered as good but dangerous and so people who work with him because there will always be like warlocks paladins that kind of thing people who work with him are of a similar mindset And they're sort of anti-crowd, anti-people. They just do their own thing. Um, And as long as they stay within laws, everybody else is like, okay, whatever, do your thing. Um, You know, it's safer after you're gone because of what you've done, but I don't want to be here while you're here. (laughs) Gotcha. It's like like welcoming an exterminator into your house. You don't want to be in there while they're working. (laughs) But you're really glad that they were there. Right. So it isn't like everyone's like, wow, what a piece of shit. You know? There there is some negative negative stuff about him. But he has had this enduring, like, legacy of the greater good. And... A lot of people are willing to accept sacrifices for the greater good, especially if those sacrifices are not near them. You know how people are. Okay. Not, not, not. Yes. Took that all in. Processing. Continue. Cool. Uh, yeah. But uh, in regards to Walter, like the symbols are the same, but they're they're just tattoos. There's nothing else like in this place that would indicate any. Um, there are not for Delthair specifically. There are a couple pieces of art here and there that are related to like the Pantheon because. 
even though they're gods, they're an important part of history. And like, you'll see references to the demi-weir in places. Um, the, the rare sculpture that's around, um, you would see that one is like the symbol of the sentinels, which is uh, a, uh, if I remember correctly, it is a sphere hovering in between a bunch of hoops in like a tube. Um, but uh, they just seem like decorations. There are, there are sentinel symbols all over the world. It's not weird to see somebody have a piece of art related to them. They're very well liked. Um, but yeah, nothing specifically with Dulthar. Okay. Well, we're on the subject. And while I'm finishing these up for Noah and Fustrock. Gwen, how did I get my tattoos? Uh, I actually don't know for most of them. Um, you usually got them... Occasionally you would run off on like a break and then you would come back with new tattoos. Hmm. Interesting. You never really talked much about it. And how long have you known that I've been able to uh, do magic? Uh, since I met you, I think. Interesting. Um, the only thing I can think of is that you used to talk about on some of the uh, breaks... You would talk about meeting up with a mentor, but you never went into it. Hmm. He never mentioned a name or a gender or... I do know it was a woman. And... That's about it. Gwen, I feel like I should probably get you up to speed on some things. Hey, yeah, yeah, I feel like you have some interesting secret stuff. Not from these guys. Now <laughs> look around at the the rest of the crew that's just still here. Um, uh, you know, Ross? Yeah. Yeah, he recently introduced me, well, reintroduced me to... Well, you know, Lady Veronestra, uh, Princess of the Fae. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently, judging by from what you've just said and from what I have learned, uh, that is who taught me magic. And I that would explain a lot. Of have a bit of a connection with her. Um, yeah. Interesting. I need to ask her some questions. I need to reach out to Ross. Actually, I need to reach out to Ross about a couple of different things. Yeah, I imagine Ross could answer a lot of questions, and he hasn't been. He's been off running around after this Callum. Well, when I am not using my spells to fend off invasions of terrifying magical plants, mm -hmm. I will find the time to communicate with him. I would offer my help, but I know about that much magic. Okay. Well, since Magda didn't leave to go talk to Walter, I guess I'm going to just bring this up. 
um, in front of her. When I did the thing before we took on the Yamadam and I kind of, like, used magic to mess with our minds and make them work a little bit better, I started remembering things, Gwen. I remembered things about you, uh, things about Mikhail, things about Sala. Important like what? things about Sala. Like what? Uh, a library. Yeah. That I guess we used to sneak into and... Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Um, she was, um... You were sort of teaching each other a few different things. That was back before the whole actual relationship started. You two were... I don't know. I, I would say other than Tristan at the time and myself, you were probably Sala's best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I also she... remember the, uh, the moment where we stopped being friends. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when she told me about that. Yep. She was fucking terrified. Um, moving on. Uh... Mike is just sitting there like... <laughs> uh, she taught me Elvish and I couldn't speak it until uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a lie. Jesus, this has been a long fucking day. Uh, I know how to speak Elvish again now. A whole language. Just like that. You just... You just remember... Alright. Yep. I suppose it is the Feywild. Anything could happen. You used to have a beautiful Wood Elven accent. You're very good at it. My, um, my northern accent has always bled through it. I'll be honest with you, I'm terrified to speak it. I know the words are in my head, and I know I can read it, and I just don't... It's so weird, I... I... Do you want some help with it? No, I'm good. I'm gonna just... If this is, like, really (laughs) intimate, I can go away. Yeah, Jasper is just sitting there with his journal, just looking back and forth, like... Yeah. I'll just... Okay. You know, I'm just gonna... You don't need to go go if you don't want to. Uh, Jasper Jasper just outright says, uh... Um, drawing room! And a pink line lights up on the floor and he scampers out. Does he know that uh, the drawing room isn't just necessarily where you draw stuff? I get the feeling he hasn't been in houses like this before. Uh, spare bedroom. Okay. I say. A uh, a uh, an orange light lights up. Gonna go that way. It's okay, Gwen. We'll catch you up on everything later. Okay. Cool. Bye. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you you follow the line uh, to the opposite end of the house. Um, 
but uh, as you're going, you get into a uh, an area of the house that's a little more enclosed, a little more, uh, a little dimmer, uh, a little more peaceful. Um, but as you go, uh, you pass by the ballroom, um, and because the room is so huge and has these vaulted ceilings, you can hear uh, a piano echoing from somewhere else. It is Silas, Jesus Christ. Maybe? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, you can hear a piano echoing, not in the ballroom, but from another room, and then the ballroom is like sending sound And everywhere. I go follow it. Oh, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> no. I knew uh, that's but, what you were. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, yeah. Walter has some things to say. Walter has some things to say. So as you turn away from the original path, uh, the orange line disappears. Uh, But the further you go, you start to see a blue line light up that's actually leading you toward the source of the sound. But we'll do uh, Christmas and Gwen first. Hmm. Uh, I'm basically just going to tell her everything that you sent me that I remember. Cool. All of it. Do you tell her about the um, the memory that isn't yours? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, as you as you talk through these, um, and I assume you tell her the Varanestra stuff as well. Yeah. Um, she seems very confused and interested about the Varanestra memories because she knows nothing about this side as you tell her about um the time that you spent with Veronestra and like the building the garden and this like palace of trees that she lived in um Gwyn looks a little concerned um at points even like looking at you like you're fucking crazy uh and then as you get to the memory about dedicating to Sala instead, um, Gwyn sits back and she's like, that is an interesting choice, Chris. Why would you give that up? You know, you've asked me a couple of times if I still love Sala. Yeah. I still don't know that I know the exact answer to that, but one of the one of the few things that I sort of remember people saying when I was a child was, "If you if you follow your heart, you're always going to be on the right path." And, well, I don't necessarily remember making the choice. Uh, It's the same choice that I'm making now when it comes to Sala. So, wherever this takes me, this is where I think I'm supposed to be. I... I guess I don't get it. 
I mean, I can understand choosing Sala over anybody. I, I've been with her for most of our lives, but picking Sala and all that trouble over a literal archfey princess. Sounds like something a crazy person would do, Chris. Which suits you to a T. Thank you. Hmm. I wonder if Solon knows about all of that. You two used to tell each other everything and leave me out, so... Well, now I think you know something that she doesn't. At least not until tomorrow. Well, I will tell you that... If you walk up to her speaking her native language, she will cry. And she will love it. But that's up to you. Uh, I probably will too. Uh, This is a little bit delayed and it might be the second time I've said it. uh, But thank you for saving me that day. Which one? I'm only going to say thank you once. And it's going to count for all of them. (laughs) Even the ones I don't remember. Oh, yeah. All the broken bones. All the... uh, All the tight scrapes with enemy gangs. All the times I had to carry you home. Set a lot of bones. I am... I would say that I would have done it for any of you, and for most of you, I did, but you were special to us. And you came along at a time where we really needed you. I don't think I'm that special. Shut up. Um, speaking of not being special, uh, because I'm the only person that's capable of doing this, I'm going to go give Noah and Fustrock their new identities, um, and then, uh, I'm going to go work on mine. So, uh, until next time. And I will go find Noah and Fustrock. Okay. A, uh, a maroon line lights up on the floor that matches Noah. Um, that yeah. is troublesome, Walter, but uh, you know what? That's fine. As long as the one for Fustrock isn't brown. Uh, cool. Uh, I will follow the line to Noah. The brown one's for the bathrooms. Ew. That's not... God damn it. Um, but yeah. You are you are led to the uh, what I will just refer to as the chemistry lab, um, but uh, yeah, Magda, uh, you head along this line. What? Ben and I have been talking in the group chat, and I just read yeah. something from him. <laughs> no, don't read it. All. Oh my god, there's it's so much. Our crack theory is going on. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> I've been just like glancing over at it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, we're just theorizing while you guys are talking. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> um, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that saw last, the last one. one. Uh-huh. Oh my god, but what if... Anyway. No, um, you're the DM. He can't. He can't. <laughs> so I don't know what'll happen either. This is all improv. Um, but yeah, you follow the, uh, the blue line. Um, I'm going to click away from that so it doesn't distract me. Um, follow the blue line, uh, which takes you into a, uh, a ground floor parlor that has windows, uh, just basically a wall of glass that looks into this central, like, courtyard garden area. Um, but, uh, Inside, uh, you see that the uh, opposing walls on either side of the windows are covered in uh, built-in shelves with books. Um, there is a ring of like love seats surrounding a coffee table in the center, and there is a desk off to one side with a chair and like a typewriter, uh, an auto writer, as they're called. Um, and uh, you see that in one corner there is uh, not a full-sized grand piano, but like a baby grand piano uh, that is playing itself. Um, and sitting at the desk, just tic-tacking away at this uh, auto writer is Walter. And you see uh, Charlie perched on the corner of the desk next to him, just watching as he works. Um, you can see that he has uh, changed clothes uh, from whatever he has in his bag. Uh, at the moment, he is wearing a uh, just a dark button-up, dark trousers. He mostly wears dark clothes like Magda. Um, some nice boots, but none of the usual like vest or jacket or whatever, and his sleeves are rolled up. Um, and uh, he appears to be uh, writing in... What languages do you know? Uh, deep Speech and Infernal. Uh, you don't know them. You don't know what he's writing in. But yeah, he's just tic-tacking away. Uh, the, as you open up the door, you hear the, the slide of the auto writer as he stops and turns his head to look at you. There are Sorry. too many things lining up. I had the um, I had the music and so I was just like, oh what's that about? Uh, well, it's a piano. Yep. Yep. Seeing that. Um, come in. Come in. Okay. I'll come in. Yeah, and he he pushes the auto rider back a little bit, and he turns around in the chair and sort of motions for you to take a seat on one of the uh, the couches. It. This is a nice place. I designed it myself. Thank you. You must have taken a lot of work. Um, more memory. There are a few buildings wrapped up in this design. Most of them are in Constanos. Is this like a recreation of where you used to live? Oh, good lord, no. I had no money back then. 
Um, no, there are, well, the, you can see he's actually kind of a little more relaxed now that he's in his space. His tone isn't quite so terse. Um, he motions toward the door. He says, the ballroom is a recreation of the, uh, ballroom at the center of Mathon College. Um, I change the design every so often. Uh, the balcony and the staircases are, um, I believe they're from the home Molinark workshop. I spent a while there while I was still learning my job. Um, the dining room is from the Guild of the Gate. It's there. Uh, main dining room that the officers use. Um, the garden is from a place called Arden in Harris, where I spent part of my childhood. That's interesting. What? <laughs> Nothing. Person <laughs> can be born in Arden three hundred years later, except he wasn't. But you know. Um, Hold on, I'm taking notes. But, um, yeah, and he sort of gestures to the parlor around him and says, this, however, this was my uh, space in our old home before I sold it. The piano is an addition. I could never afford a piano back then. Hmm. And also, all of the furniture is nicer. And I have an so older writer know. now. You don't know how to play, then? No. Ah. I wish I did, but um, I haven't had the time. It's a house of a lot of nostalgia. Oh. I suppose I... I'm going to be honest, Miss Renly. I don't know how to talk to people. Same. Um, I haven't exactly had a lot of practice in the past 13 years. I'm I'm trying to be a nice host. I feel like I'm failing. I mean, I think the qualifications of a good host are giving you a place to sleep for the night, and that's about it. So mm. doing well. a good job of, in my eyes, I guess. What did you come down here for? Uh, you know, just, it's a big house. Miss Renly, you have a very obvious tell that you really need to work on. And what's that? The, the, the facial expressions and the, it's no big deal and all of that. And that. sound like my dad when I was growing up. Don't take him down to my level. 
I'm just saying, like... Anyway. What do you I want to ask? Uh, what were you doing the past couple of days? Work. So you were selling arms to people in town? No, not... I'm not constantly selling weapons. I have work. any motions toward the auto writer. He says I have basically data keeping tasks that I work on, um, organization, record keeping, uh, letters, uh, reaching out to potential new clients, cutting off old ones that I'm no longer allowed to work with so on and so forth. Most of the correspondence. Right. And I spent a little bit of time with Leon, if you must know. you I get the feeling that you two are a lot closer than just an employer, employee. We are friends. How close of friends? If you're insinuating something, it's not that. No, not like that. Alright. I... I understand you have a great devotion to your late wife. I don't need to do any digging or anything like that to know that you care about her still. That's clear. As I said earlier Leon I met him about three years after Amelia was killed he was one of very few people that didn't immediately think I had gone mad because of my grief he's one of the few people that didn't try to stop me and make me move on like everyone else wanted. He gave me a job. He gave me something to work toward. He gave me ideas, solutions. And he introduced me to a few people that had things not gone wrong, would have been the ones to help me get her back. You're not talking about who I think you're talking about. I can't read your mind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, so the people that you thought were going to help would solve, right? And no, um. 
Tristan introduced me to Sov when I was younger, uh, before I even knew Amelia. Yeah. No, I, um, Lady Caladir, Lady Roan, and he also managed to get the High Elder Druid to turn her attention to me, but it ended up being for nothing. Not that high elder druid. Too bad you didn't pick the super high powerful elder yeah, druid of the ages. He has, he has no <laughs> of the ages now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Rhea is older than him. <clears throat> nope. Anyway. Not real. She's not the super high elder druid. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And you'd never met him before. Leon? Yeah. No. I'm... I'm sure I must have seen him in passing uh, at Mathine College. Lady Leandra was a uh, frequent uh, supporter of the college. So he was there occasionally. But I never knew it must have been exciting <clears throat> knowing how much you revere the veneers I feel like you suspect me of something I'm there's another tell yeah 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 you really do have the tales of a teenager. I feel like Ash plays her character <laughs> like she doesn't realize her charisma score is eight. I know. <laughs> no, she plays it like her charisma score is eight. My charisma score is nine. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Same modifier. Um. All right, we're gonna be honest. We're gonna be honest. It's a little. Sure. It's a little much. All of it. A little bit funny. And so that's kind of why I'm wondering. <sighs> what's the real reason? What the Is fuck it? was that? Yeah, what the fuck? That Did was you... Harris. <laughs> that's the sound of was a minotaur a snoring in the next like, room. That was a bird. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh... <laughs> Uh, okay, sorry. I can't. <clears throat> Walter, I'm not the kind of person who I'm not the kind of person who beats around the bush. I just want to know what you're about. And I the fact that you are so secretive only makes me more suspicious. I think I've made it very clear what I'm about. So you and Amelia, you just, how did you meet? You met at college? 
Yes, she, um... I... And you see him kind of glance around, like, this is the look of a man, like... It's, he's not looking for help, but he's like, it's almost like he's looking for an escape route, but he stays. Um, says, she, um, she was minor noblewoman, daughter of a guild, a senior guild member. Um, so she, it was a foregone conclusion that she would end up in Mathine College. Her father was this highly influential Constantian nobleman, whereas the only reason I got in was because my uh, teacher, my master, I suppose you could say, died and left everything to me. I, um, I sold everything and went to college to earn a degree in conjuration. And Amelia was an upperclassman, uh, only, uh, not upperclassman, a year ahead. Uh, she was a year ahead of me and I struggled at first, so she offered to be my tutor and... We shared a few dances at festivals, and for some reason, she didn't tell me to go away. You bonded over your love of the veneers? Much more than that, but the, um, the Dine family has connections to the uh, connections to a few influential families and work with the Veneers, the Royal House more, the more Niles. They're providing services, so they have a bit of a reputation with them. And she had always been a particular fan of Silas. And the reason she wanted to get into magic was she wanted to take part in runic magic. Um, being from Constanos, it seemed so far removed from her and she was so passionate about it. Whereas I was from Harris and from a community that's full of Geary and... Dolmaric people. So we had plenty to talk about. Where about in Harris? Uh, you've probably never heard of it. It's a tiny harbor town called Arden. Isn't that. That was in the stories too, wasn't it? Yes. It's the. Um, it was the town that uh, the Gaither Hyde almost wiped off the map. That's it. I thought it sounded familiar. Mm -hmm. The uh, 
precursor to Squall, which is very, very fitting given his immense temper. <laughs> is that yes. apple tree still there? As far as I know, almost every apple tree, fruit tree, whatnot that Kit planted is still around, mm -hmm. if not its descendants. But yes, there is still a very large apple tree. Oh, so that was nice. Yes. It was... And you can see him get a little uncomfortable as he's saying this, and he says um, it was honestly a bit of a, a strange comfort going to Constanos and finding a matching tree there. Yeah, I'm weirdly looking forward to that when we go. It is quite impressive. And the statues are guarded constantly by a specialized uh, regiment of the Pyvale Temple Guard. Hmm. What? Yeah, what are you? What, man? I, I don't trust any of this whatsoever. Why? Why? I just don't. I just don't. I told you in our epilogue stuff that there was basically a fountain guard, uh, like in Lord of the Rings, except... For, oh, no, uh, it's not that part. It's just the fact that he finds a strange comfort in it, and he knows about all these places, and he's been everywhere that Kit and Silas and Marin went. so suspicious! Yeah. Can't imagine why. You're like, hey, I'm gonna act sus as fuck, and then be annoyed <laughs> when you think I'm suspicious. <laughs> um, the truth is, I can't blame you for being interested in all of that. So it was what? kind of, it was kind of a special interest of mine when I was growing up too. I'm my sure. my mum had um, they were like little picture books when I was growing up and. I know exactly the ones you're talking about. Yeah. They were kind of the watered-down version of all of it. Mm -hmm. I just remember... I don't know. I was fascinated with Marin and Silas specifically and how much they were in love. And then when I got older, I read the whole story and obviously it wasn't perfect but what is but still it was well it was a love story that managed to endure uh, both of them being broken almost yeah. literally I um Think, I think I, I've always liked the story because of how unfailingly loyal 
they were to each other. And the rest of the collective, of course, but... Silas broke himself in order to be better for Marin. really see it that way. You'd be surprised the uh, extremes you'll go to when you think that you could do better for the person you love most. I'm sure it wasn't entirely selfless, but you don't just piss off a god just because you're not comfortable anymore. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what the man was thinking, but... I... I guess I just don't see it as him breaking himself. Really? I think he did himself a favor. I mean, you know me and my opinions on all those fuckheads who decide to make deals with us lesser mortals. I think it was incredibly brave for Silas to finally make a stand and say he was done with all of it. And then he found himself whole again with Keladir. God, I envy him. Yeah, a little bit. Well... At the very least, I, um, I have learned from much of his work, especially in his later life. And unfortunately, I did not learn enough early enough to avoid a similar deal situation. But... Much of his work and his writing, his memoirs, have taught me finer points of runic magic and... It sounds so fucking cheesy to say, but loyalty. Do you think he really would have broken the world for Marin, though? Absolutely. I mean, if a man like me is willing to destroy himself to get the love of his life back, I have to imagine a much greater man would be able to do much more damage. Yeah, 
You look a bit like him. It's weird. People have said that. How often? Um... Most of my life, I suppose. What is your passive insight, by the way? Mm, I don't know. Hold on. Insight 16. Walter's nervous, which is not a common thing for him. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying so hard not to smile like this whole time because I'm just like, uh, um, it's Silas. I don't think it is him, but no. it's not Silas. He's dead. Stop. Stop. There's no way. Yeah. Does that make you uncomfortable? I prefer not to be compared to him. I think it's a disservice to him. I think you sell yourself very short. In you and your friend's words, I sell weapons to all sides and cause horrible things to happen. That was not Silas Veneer. It was before. It was what? It, it was before, wasn't it? Before Killer Deer? No. He... He was born into a position that made him out to be the villain, but it was really the Arbiters. And yes, he did some awful things, but not to the scale that I have. I've sold weapons around the world. And why do you do that? Because it is a means to an end. But here's the thing, Walter, you have money. You said to yourself, you sold everything that this rich asshole had. I, he had nothing. I. He wasn't rich either. I spent that on college. But you've also been working for years doing all of this, and you had enough money to try and resurrect your wife. I did. Three separate times. And I'm working on a fourth. Because something is going to work eventually. I just have a feeling that there's more to what you're trying to do than just get money. I don't understand why you need to dig so much for additional meaning. I've told you what I'm trying to do. 
It is no more than that. That's bullshit. What else do you think I'm up to? I don't know. I Listen, I'm not doing this because I want to take you down or anything like that. Okay? Maybe at first, yeah. Because I thought you had something to do with my dad. I know that wasn't you now. But right now I'm looking at someone who is frustrating like frustratingly like me. And the only reason that I'm getting any sort of better is because fucking those idiots decided to poke and prod until I finally told them what my shit was. So I don't know. Maybe I just want to help you. Why? Because then it's proof that it can work. That you can what? go back and you can improve your fucking self and not be such an asshole after years of doing it. Why do you care? I don't know. I'm not... I'm not used to people being so fucking insistent on making things better for me. I don't understand it. I never have. I didn't really understand it either. I'm still getting used to it. But guess what, Walter? I'm actually like just a modicum of happy. I don't I have a need... girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. I never thought that I was going to date ever again because someone hurt me that badly. Now I'm... And that's because people cared. I get it. I've been where you are. It's not the same, obviously, but I know what it's like to isolate. So maybe I'm just trying to pay it forward. I don't know. You are so fucking frustrating. Thanks. I've been told. And you are so much like the people that I usually make friends with. You and Leon would get along very well. I... I appreciate the sentiment. I really do. But the only thing that I need 
is a solution. That's all. Things will fall into place once I figure out how to how to do this. Why don't you want help? It's not that I don't want help, it's that no one wants to help me do the things that need to be done in order to figure this puzzle out. Everyone thinks I'm out to destroy everything for the sake of one person. That's not the truth. Then prove it. Tell me what you're trying to do and I can help you. You know what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get Amelia back. And how? There is a theory that exists that the Awas tree is Ursan's, fittingly enough, anchor to Atlaran. It is how all of the gods stay connected with their anchor trees. They cannot enter the world, but they can influence it through these connection points. And with Ursan, his sons, known as the Reapers, they have their own places across Frosthold because they are actually here. They're not sealed outside of the Demiware. They help him carry out his task as the god of death. They are ferrymen that take the dead to where they need to go. But the theory that I am working with is that the Awas tree is a bridge. The gods can't use it, but others could. To pass through the Demiweir, I imagine if the dead can leave, they can also come back. That's how resurrection has to work. But it's not working normally for Amelia, and I don't know why. So I'm going to use that bridge to bring her back personally. So you just want to pass through the Awas tree, you don't want to destroy it? I don't want to destroy anything, but all of it is secondary. But in order to use the Awas tree, there are four locations that I need to pass through first to gather materials and tools. They are at the origin of the Bow River, beneath the Blue Shore Tribes lands, the Ansu's Hedge, Henge, and the Uru's Hedge. Can you go through that again for me? Yeah. Uh, the origin of the Bow River near Nauthies. The uh, beneath the Blue Shore lands near Turisas. 
the Ansu's Henge and the Uru's Henge. It's also a great time to look at the postcards I sent you guys. Sure we'll is. Get that on break. Um, I'm definitely assuming I saw mine, right? <laughs> uh, they're not puzzles. So they're just little, little blurry. Uh, so that's why you were uh, at Blue Shore then? Yes. I I didn't want to hurt them. I didn't want to displace them. I just needed access, and they refused. You started a lot of shit, Walter. I know. For one person. I understand that she was... Do you? I... You have to think about what happens when she comes back and she hears about what you've done. Is she going to be proud of that? It's not about whether or not she's proud of me. It's not about whether or not she even wants to be with me. But is that even in existence? Knowing that you're only there because of blood spilled by other people. Amelia dying was not supposed to die. She was supposed to go on to become someone great. She was supposed to go on and fulfill her dreams. She was supposed to be someone. And what about all the people down in Frosthold and Blue Shore? They aren't Amelia. So you're really going to look at Jasper? You're going to say, well doesn't matter because he's not Amelia Taylor what was we heard something about one of the Reapers yeah Carson recently he chased off some like Sav or something like that. I forget what it was. Uh, he freed Lorkin from Sav originally. Okay, yeah. He's the one you found out. He's the one that dropped Lorkin yeah. into your lap. That's he's right. the one That's that right. has a dragon arm. Yeah. We're getting into some stuff to try and get Lorkin back, and. We found out that he was originally dropped on our doorstep because of the Reaper Karth. If you stop all of this, 
we can connect you with him. I have tried through three of the most powerful casters of resurrection healing magic to get her back. Why, why would a reaper help? Why would someone whose entire job is death bring back someone? Maybe if he thinks the same thing, if he thinks that her time was cut too short, I don't care. We're mortals, we're ants. You know I'm not wearing a mask anymore, right? I assume because you can't see the desiccation anymore. Why do you think that is? How fast that went away? I don't know. I spoke with the Titan Theron. They got rid of it for me. One person. Lucky you. And what do you think Amelia is? One person, right? We're trying to help because we're trying to help them because Sov is a problem right now. So what? You're saying that I should just drop everything and become some fairy tale hero in the hopes that my reward at the end is a fair maiden. A fair maiden who might actually be able to look you in the eye, yeah. It's not about me. (laughs) I guess if that's the way you're going to look at it, I can't make you care about yourself. I don't care what she thinks of me because I love her and she deserves better. Pretty sure Silas Veneer thought the same thing. And then he went on to become one of the greatest people who ever lived. Well, I'm not him. So, unfortunate for me. What do... Taylor, what do I know about reincarnation? Make a religion check. Okay. Also, we do need to go to break soon. Yeah, I know. Ooh. Twenty-two. Reincarnation uh, typically occurs, uh, as far as you understand, when a uh, god, lesser god, major, immortal entity has... uh, something 
something invested in a certain person. Uh, the most, like reincarnation is not common, but the most common form that is recognized is uh, the chosen of the gods being reincarnated. Uh, if they so choose, it is never forced as far as you know. All right. I'm going to stand up and I'm like, it's up to you. I can't make you give a shit about yourself. Can't make you give a shit about anyone else besides her. Why do you care? I already told you. I don't understand. And, and he stands up too. Says, I'm... I am not someone you should give a damn about. In fact, if I were you, I would just go home now and leave all of this to the collective to figure out. That sounds nice. But... It's not going to happen, so. It's interesting how you two got that tattoo specifically. Because... That doesn't scream Silas Veneer to me. It screams Dulthair. Has nothing to do with Dulthair. I would like to make an inside check. Sure. Okay. That's a natty 20 for a 26. Walter has nothing to do with Dulthair. Fuck, I wish it a nat 20! Um. Well, because it's a natural twenty, I'll give you a little. I'll give you a little something that might be might be fun. Um, he has nothing to do with Dulthair um, himself, um, but you get the feeling that each time he said, "I'm not Silas. I'm I'm not as good as he was. I'm nothing compared to him." This isn't just a man you know, comparing himself to a hero or whatever. This is somebody who th thinks they should have lived up to it. Called that shit. Called that shit. Called yep. that shit. I live inside Walter's fucking head. Can you repeat that for me, please? Because I think I had a thought, and I don't know if it's the right. Okay, thought. Can okay. You repeat what you said? Okay. Um. He. He's not comparing himself to a hero. He's mm -hmm. comparing himself to someone he feels he should have lived up to the reputation of. <laughs> great, great grandfather. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. No, I have a stupider idea, and I don't think it's right. Ah, I love your stupid ideas. With. I love your stupid ideas, because they're usually very wrong, but great. 
<laughs> I love that the theme of this entire campaign so far is memory loss. Yeah. And now we have a person standing here who looks just like Silas Moore. I'm trying to think of the right question to ask. Okay. What's your real name? No. Um. (laughs) Yeah, like that's gonna. uh... Well, I mean, Walter Dine isn't his real name, technically. Uh, Okay, here's a question. Mm. We know that he looks like Silas. Does he look at all like Marin? That's a good freaking question. Uh, from what you've seen of her portraits, um, he has he has zero elven features. He's a little more robust. He looks like a moor. Looks like a moor. He's also tall like the moors were and he has blue eyes you said you grew up in Auden yes you ever been to moors rest a few times yes what for business so not when you were a kid not that I can remember I know, shut up. Not that you can remember. I mean, we can... Uh, yeah, why don't you Why don't you think about this? Think about your <laughs> questions. And we'll jump on break. I'm so... I feel like we're on the cusp of it. I feel like I just need to find the right question to ask. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, we'll be back in 10 minutes. See ya.
We back, bitches. Hello. Welcome back. Hello. All right. So, I'll turn back to talking. Uh, Foostruck, you followed after Noah an hour ago. Um, mm-hmm. What'd you guys get up to? Uh, yes. Um, an hour ago. <laughs> so, uh, Foostruck mostly wanted to talk to Noah. Hmm. I know. I went to play with my chemistry set again. This time in a house that if it gets infected by Almadam, we can just shut it off. <laughs> it's not that easy. Please don't do that to Walter's mansion. Um, Bye, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Noah. Um, got a minute? Uh, yeah. I'm just like mixing stuff starting a big cauldron how uh how you been doing uh in what regard well frankly i've been meaning to have this uh, conversation with you for a little bit but uh we keep getting sidetracked just uh is what it feels like hmm Mm-hmm. You, um, you've been pretty, uh, angry about Chris. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm kind of familiar with that, uh, look in a person's eyes. Just from... You know, my background and everything. Dude, you are roboting so hard right now. I love it. I don't even know why. What the hell? Just keep going. What the hell? Mm. I literally... I literally restarted my browser before Just keep going. Streaming. Just keep <laughs> going. It's still understandable. It's fine. You know what? Uh, Without knowing how to like focus that rage, it's sometimes kind of a. Uh, I mean, I, I think that you probably kind of figured it out yesterday. It can be a little dangerous. Uh, you mean this morning? Um, that was today. Jesus Christ, it's been a long day. You are right. Um. <laughs> Um, you know, I just want you to, uh, to know I get it. If you ever want to, uh, if you ever need to talk about it, I'm, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Or if you uh, ever kind of want to know a little bit more about, uh, how to channel that, I, uh, could probably give you some pointers. Uh, you're not, it seems like all of you are taking time to, uh, ask me how things are going. Um, but none of us are really doing anything. About, no, like, not yet. I mean, it seems like we are now, but I, uh, a li- yeah, I 
first volume. Sorry about the the all modem. That was an accident. Didn't know. Um, yeah. Uh, but besides that, uh, I'm almost glad it happened because it seems like people are taking my uh, need seriously again instead of getting sidetracked by a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I can definitely understand that. I, um, honestly, I was obviously not as much as you, but I was pretty upset when, uh, um, Chris was taken to. She's, uh, she's a very sweet lady. Um, I maybe could have voiced that opinion a little bit more. Um, but I've also been a little scared going down there. Yeah. I can agree it's with It's kind of like walking into a lion's den, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not going to be... It's not going to be good. Although, you know, the train made it seem pretty easy to, like... Like, they only hire stupid people is kind of what it feels like. Um, I mean, makes them easier to, uh, to wrangle up and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, they, uh, they... Oh, yeah. You know, I really thought that uh, I was just going to make potions and, like, travel around and pick plants and stuff. I really did not expect all this stuff to happen. Uh, I mean, you're having fun, though. I am concerned about the amount of fun I'm having when I'm blowing people up. Yeah, that's probably not the worst thing to be worried about. Mm, Yeah. Uh, I'm also, as much as we need to go get my ma, I kind of really want to go back to Frosthold because there's some things going on there that are very interesting. Yeah, Frosthold's a bit of a clusterfuck right now. Mm-hmm. That's, but, that's um, the other thing, too. Like, what are what are we doing after this? Are we just going to get caught up in a war? Or, like, I came to the Collective for help, not to... Not to help them. That's kind of their job, is to help people. They're not supposed to need help, I guess. Oh, we all need help from time to time. Yeah, but there's like 17 of them. Can't they ask one of the others? (laughs) That's a fair point. They're also extraordinarily powerful. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we should definitely have a chat about that, um, about plans after saving Chris. Figure out exactly what to do. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah. I don't know. This, everything seems like it's falling apart right now, and, uh, I think I might have been happier when I didn't know that everything was falling apart. Mm-hmm. Topical. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I didn't even mean to be topical, but yes. <laughs> hey, what was that the people say? Uh, ignorance is bliss? 
Mm, yeah. I mean, unless it's one of those things where you're like, what's this clear liquid in this vial? Hmm, I better taste it. Like, that's not necessarily <laughs> bliss, but... I don't think that you're one of those people that's meant to be like that, though. You got a crazy good brain on you. You could solve a lot of problems. There. Mm-hmm. I'm finding a lot of problems can be solved with dynamite. I mean, that's... You're not wrong. There are plenty of problems out there that can, in fact, be solved with dynamite. I don't know. You... You got a good arm on your shoulders. And you're a good person. I, um... I just wanted to make sure that I did my checking in on you, because you've been kind of going through the shit lately. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I'll make it. Um, no questions if something ends up happening in Constanos. Or, no no promises, I should say. No promises. Uh, in, if it gets your mom back, it gets your mom back. Yeah. And uh, if it doesn't, um... Just steer clear. Ah, uh, steer, because horns. I, okay. Enter Christmas. Mm. <laughs> ah, hello, Christmas. Uh, we can't hear you, Coop. Oh, Chris, did you cast um, silence on yourself? Rewind, <laughs> rewind like two minutes. <laughs> Um, sorry, I wanted to make sure people weren't hearing me too. Uh, rewind like two minutes. Christmas is like in his room, like in front of a mirror. He's currently like putting on a fake beard. Um, that's like salt and pepper, like a dark brown with like, like patches of gray and white. And then there's just like a, oh shit. Um, and then he's going to come to your guys, uh, where you are. Still with the fake beard. Everything else is still his regular, like, gingery hair. But he just has this, like, salt and pepper beard underneath that. Um, knocks on the door. Hey, um, I need the both of you uh, oh, now. okay. I, I just realized something really, really important. Um, is it is it that your beard's the wrong color? No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm in the middle of something. Um, uh, it, it, we know something about Walter that I don't... He might know as well. But if he doesn't, it could go a very long way towards us building some significant trust between us and him. And I think learning something specific about him as well may help us fill in some of the blanks that we're missing. But I do not want to poke okay. this bear without backup. So I need the two of you to come with me right now. Bear poking. Do you wanna do you wanna tell the rest of the class? Walter's mentor was killed. Yeah. By Tristan. Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. assumed Walter killed yeah. him. I don't know I if he does. Nathan, uh, Nathan mentioned that. He did. Um, as far as we know, Walter doesn't know that. Hmm. 
Because what kind of man spends time working with Tristan Kepler if he killed someone close to you? And also, Nathan mentioned that Walter didn't find out about it. I don't know mm. if he does, but it, I mean, as far as Nathan knows, Walter doesn't. Yeah, Walter could be a pretty important piece to have more on our side. And Tristan did what he did, I believe, to get Walter to go to Mathon College, which is where Tristan was going to school. Does that mean that Amelia had something to do with Tristan too? I have no idea. But we can go find out. Walter has told you guys, and Nathan has confirmed that Walter, Amelia, and Tristan were friends. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Magic floor, take us to Walter. Blue line just (laughs) appears. Man, I want to ask the floor what. I said earlier in chat, but there's no Do reason it. for Noah to ask us. There's no reason it. for Noah to ask. Do it. I know. <laughs> I thought I thought Magda would, but it leads you to oh. a blank brick wall. That's the thing is like I don't or a think coffin in like... the basement. We're we're coming yeah. up with that question as D and D players, not as the actual character. Right. So it doesn't that was quite... kind of why like Coop was saying, like, why doesn't Magda just asked the question, and I'm like, because I don't think she's had okay. the thought. There's yet. a there's a difference between he's oh Silas God. Veneer and he's related yeah. to Silas. Like that's right. Yeah. Anyway, I think with Magda, anyway. it's not even. Yeah. <laughs> we'll follow the blue line. Yeah. Um. You guys. Oh uh. You guys head down to the ballroom as the blue line leads you along, and you do hear Walter and Magda talking. Um. Mm-hmm. It's he doesn't sound angry per se, but he's he's no he sounds you can you can't make out what he's saying, but he sounds frustrated. Okay. Oh Magda's definitely in this room. Oh wonderful. Um as we walk in, are they both sitting down currently? No, they're both standing. I stood, yeah. They're um, screaming at each other. Not, no, to inter- not to interrupt whatever this is, uh, but we need to interrupt whatever this is. Um, oh God, what joy. <clears throat> Hi, Wal- everybody. Walter, you might want to sit down. He stays standing there, no, staring at you. Um, I'm, I'm being dead serious. You might want to sit down. What, do, what did you do? <laughs> I didn't do cabin? anything. I have something. I that didn't I follow the brown line. That's fine. I have something <laughs> that I need to tell you. Then fucking say it. Do you know what happened to your mentor at Mathon College? It wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you know what happened to before. your mentor that died, whose wealth you sold to go to Mathon College? What do you mean? He doesn't know. He passed away. Well, shit. Yeah. Walter, 
I say this as a friend. Please sit. I know that I would want to if I was about to learn what, I, what I'm about to tell you. Make a persuasion. Oh no, that skill I'm really bad at. <laughs> I, mean, I shouldn't say that with the way that I've been rolling today. Yeah, uh, yeah. But we'll see how it goes. 21. Nice. Hey. Um, yeah. As you as you level this sort of genuine suggestion at him, he he stares at you for a second. And he glances at Noah, Magda, and Fustrock, and he takes a seat back at his desk. I'm going to tell you two very important things. One of them is to build trust with you so that you know something about us that's just as important as what I'm about to tell you. Last night, we met Nathan Kepler. You probably surmised that already because Magda let that slip a little bit earlier. Yes. Ash did, but sure. <clears throat> it's canon. Who was your, um... Who was your mentor? And how important were they to you? I hated him. With every fiber of my being. He was... awful. Okay. What was his name? Uh, <laughs> oh, so it wasn't important. Okay. No, I didn't think I didn't think you guys would think he was important. Uh oh. God. Philip Badonkadonk. <laughs> Philip is a good name. Yeah, let's go Philip. Okay. Philip good Moore. Good Victoria. Just kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he was a was a carpenter who needed an apprentice and my parents decided that it was a good fit and a way for me to have a uh, better chance at a good life. Gotcha. So no love lost between the two of you when he passed? No. Well, then you might find it very interesting that the reason why he is dead is because Tristan Kepler killed him. That's not right. You're mistaken. Nathan told us. Nathan is mistaken. Then what would reason you like would to, he have to lie? Yeah, and uh, would you care to enlighten us? I am willing to trust that he has become a monster, especially after what Mr. Fortune Man has shared with me. But that's not always who he was. He was like my brother. He's the reason I survived nine years with that man. He's the reason that I got to anywhere. Including the reason college. Isn't that interesting? 
Are you gonna sit here and say that you wouldn't kill for family? Yeah, also... Even though all of us here have? And, Walter, you're far more intelligent than this, so you either know something that we don't, or you're blinded by your feelings for Tristan. I'm willing to fight him. But... You have to understand that from the age of nine to not that long ago, he has been family to me. He has pulled me out of every possible horrific end with moments to spare. He's supported me through everything. He is the only person who has done that. If there is no love lost between you and Philip, then the feelings were probably mutual. He didn't like you as much as you didn't like him. Why would he leave you everything? He didn't, Fustrak. Tristan Kepler forged a will. That that, that was the point it. that I was trying to make, Chris. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I that we all just assume Fustrak is just a box of rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do have an eight intelligence. Yeah, he does have an eight intelligence. <laughs> not yeah. A, yeah, not a bad assumption. Yeah. <laughs> she... I, I don't know. You all are just set on ripping everything apart, aren't you? No. Tristan Kepler is ripping everything apart. We're trying to put it back together. Even the parts that we had a hand in ripping apart originally. I always thought that... I always thought it was Orson who convinced Philip to change his will. That was what Tristan said. What do you all want from me? I'm going to be honest with you, Walter. I didn't tell you that because I wanted anything from you. I just told you that because I'm trying to set some things right in the world that my old boss ruined. You do with that information what you want. Nothing that's happening here is right. And telling me that... Basically, my elder brother cut a bloody swath through Constanos for my sake. Certainly doesn't make anything better. I don't think it was for his, for your sake. I think it was for his. 
Yeah, that is an interesting point. How did you two meet? I, no, um, I was nine years old when I was sent to Constanos, like I said, for the opportunity to learn a trade and a, have a better life in a richer city. Arden is... It's hard to get by there. I... I'd never got enough to eat, so in my spare time, I stole things. And Tristan caught me at it before the shopkeepers did. And he offered me a chance to do something more lucrative, more worthwhile. And he introduced me to his little smuggling business that he had put together as a teenager back before he dealt in residuum. And because of that, I didn't starve to death. And then later on, he introduced me to Orson and the gamblers, or the start of the gamblers, and they accepted me without question because they trusted him. And then he got into Mathine College and he helped me get in, where normally I wouldn't have been able to, not without letters of recommendation or high marks in school, which I never completed school for that matter. It's very he's the, interesting. He's the reason anything ever went right. And Christmas, do we know when Tristan met Sov? Yep. Mm -hmm. When he was uh, really young, uh, Orson introduced him to Sav, but Not basically true. told him. Uh, Tristan was five years old, and Orson did not introduce him. Uh, Orson and his group met Tristan, and then Sav came to them all. Right. They didn't let him make a deal with Sav, though. Right. Gotcha. Uh, Nathan yeah. would have told you that uh, Tristan uh, made the deal... 15. When he was 15, which would have been uh, around the same time that he met Walter. Walter. Because Walter was nine. Um, really? Sav okay. wanted... Oh, God. Are you related to Silas Moore? Right, we're just asking that question. Yes, because Sav wants Walter for something. Um, when you or ask him did. that... There is not the shock that you would expect of most people. There is nervousness. And 
you see him kind of pull back a little bit, almost to like near a Magda tell, but much less like prevalent. Um, but you see him realize that the tell happened and he doesn't say a word. So that's a yes. I don't know for sure. Served us. The only time he's ended up with someone who's not, you know, oh, it's been Magda, and that was an accident, so far as we can tell. I... In the last few years... This is more Leon's thing. He's been looking into it. I I don't know much about it. He... He said I looked like the Queen of Moore's Rest. And... He said that years ago, a member of the Moore royal family went missing. Who do you look most like? Your mom or your dad? I guess my mother. What's her name? Uh, her name, I actually have it. Uh, Joanna. My parents are Joanna and Stefan Brents. Does, I guess I don't think I would know that. Do we I mean, know? I'm, I'm pretty familiar with important people in this world. Does yeah, that yeah sound, you were. Does that sound familiar to me at all? Uh, make a history check with advantage. I'd like to make Ooh. the same roll if I can for the same reason. Go for it. Ooh. Okay. Uh, where's my where's my thing? Uh, with advantage, you said history? I can't yep. roll for dick. 23. 18. Uh, neither of you have ever heard of Joanna and Stefan Brents. Do we know the name of the, the queen in Current Morris? Current queen of Morris? Or who went missing? Yeah, who went missing? That's what. Uh, yeah. With those history checks, you would know. Uh, it was a very young boy named Gabriel. When was that? That was in four uh four seventy. Um timeline mm -hmm. 
I, I, there's a disconnect there. Because yeah. they talked about the queen. Yep. Was this like her child that went missing then? Uh, this would have been. Oh God, I'm correct. Because the, the way that it's, I, the way that I had interpreted her, it was there was her... this queen that went missing. That's what no. I had. Okay. It would probably no. be no. It would probably be no. her like brother. It was. Or it was just Gabriel, uh, and it is the current queen's nephew. Nephew. Mm. Uh, her name how, is Diana. How old was he when he went missing? Hmm. And how old is Walter? Thirty-six. Almost thirty-six. He was born in four sixty-six. Okay. Uh huh. So. That lines up way too much. It lines up exactly. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think Leon's already yeah. put that together. He was kidnapped. Hmm. Hmm. But why? That's a good question. Uh, do you have any, uh, like, memories of people before your parents? Don't really have many memories from childhood. Hmm. My, Did um, it- I cast you... identify on Walter, didn't I? Yeah. Didn't did there I pick up a a memory spell? Nope. Okay. You don't remember is... much between the ages of one and four. I mean that's fair, but some people claim that they I do, have so. some yeah. memory. Like I, I have memories from I when I was like three or zero four. from yeah, that time. Um, I don't have any until I'm like six wow. or seven. Wow. Alright. Yeah, um, uh, Walter shakes his head. He says, "I, um, I, I, I have bits and pieces, but nothing really. My, um, my parents worked a lot. We weren't exactly wealthy, so what little I do remember was mostly by myself." Do you? Uh... Do I have any knowledge of something that makes the royal family stick out? Do they have like a unique feature, whether magical or something else? Um, holding your previous uh, history check, uh, the 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 more royal family is directly descended from Justine. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, Justine was one of very few blondes. Uh, the family is mostly black hair. Um, I thought she had black hair, but she dyed it blonde. You're correct. Yes, she dyed yeah. it. Um, sorry, she bleached it. Um, <laughs> black hair is a is a more thing, um, and blue eyes. That's mm-hmm. that's something that's held out through the basically since the first Silas and his uh, grandfather uh, Avery Ron. Um, other than that, the only like the only thing that's not like a physical trait that tends to run in the family is there is this inherent 
uh, magical talent in the family, mm -hmm. um, where almost every single uh, member of the royal house more and House Nile as well, being their cousins, uh, almost every single one of them is uh, very apt with runic magic. And many of them have runic spellbooks tattooed on their arms like Silas did. It's sort of a family tradition. Can I... Uh, noticing the runes on his arms, can mm -hmm. I turn to the house and just be like, can you... Because... Uh, hmm. I get where you get that. Can you take me to the scroll of Silas Moore? scroll of silence? Yeah, the tattoo scroll. The one that got stolen. Yeah. Yeah. No light appears. Uh. Okay. Okay. And Silas, or Silas. <laughs> um, Walter looks at you, he's like, you think I stole it? I mean, I thought maybe it was going to be something to make your magic stronger. You're pretty powerful. No, there are many recreations of the designs around the world. The scroll is just special item, I guess. Mm. I didn't... I've always been suspicious. And Leon was the first one to take it seriously. I don't, I don't do all of this to pretend I'm a Moor. I use these because the Moors have perfected it over time. But yet yeah, you, you can do it. Anyone can if they work hard enough at it. Would you ever suspect your parents of kidnapping you? I wouldn't suspect them of anything more than lazing around and drinking after work. Right. Mm. Did they ever tell you? I mean... Did they just say that you were the biological child then? They never told you that someone came and dropped you off or anything like that? Never had a reason to question it. And I'm assuming they're dead now. Yes. Fittingly enough, they died in a hurricane. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> In Arden? Yep. Another hurricane? Yeah. I mean, it's an island. That happens. The green, the green Hall Sea is a good place for hurricanes to start. That's true. The perma-hurricane is there. The perma-cane. <laughs> it's the hurricane wall? Yeah, the, the perma-cane. Wait till you guys visit Third Greer. There's Hurricane Bay, uh, or mm. Hurricane Sea. Um, 
So, do I? This is kind of a weird question for the DM. Is there any way to prove that he'd be related to them? Like, have do they have like DNA a special stone that glows only around the royals? Or like, I don't know, something stupid. <laughs> Uh, actually, there <laughs> there may be uh, divination five because I can. Think oh yeah, of one. that's true. There should to be spells. Think of one that may work. I cast DNA test. Yeah. <laughs> I cast Mori. <laughs> but it's spelled M O R. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, it is possible that not because it's a DNA test, but because of the bloodline, legend lore might do it. Mm. I I kind of I kind of play fast and loose with legend lore because I think it's a really fantastic spell. Um, that that could potentially work. Well, to um, or you could ask a god. Yeah. <laughs> Someone actually, might know. That's weirdly more accessible than this spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no guarantee that they know, but mm. Dolthair might. Well, to kill it. Killadir might know more. I don't know. Um, I can't help but think. I'm sorry about all this. I, we don't mean to. This is such an invasion of your privacy. But everything we learn about Salve helps. What do you remember about Amelia dying? It just so happens I wrote that. Um. One sec. Walter. This is starting to feel very like Alistair and Wedna, but like in the worst way possible. They're like the lazy version of Alistair and Wedna. Oh, yeah. What, Joanna and Stefan? Yeah, they're just like, so we got this kid, but like we didn't really want to fucking do this, so go be a carpenter, you asshole. Oh my god, he's Jesus. No. Christ. Yes. <laughs> yep, Philip Christ. Oh my god, how did he die? Did someone crucify him? Yeah. <laughs> no, Tristan crucified him. Um, we know who it was. <laughs> Walter will tell you. Um we got jobs with the Guild of the Gate directly out of college, being that we were High up in our class, uh, Amelia was valedictorian. And we started out as a junior chaser and a junior archivist doing field missions. On our third mission out, we went into the Feywild to a place called Barrow, a newer village. And we were investigating some caves, logging what we found. We were, it was part of a bigger project to ca- 
catalogue the flora and fauna of the Feywild. It wasn't supposed to be dangerous. But while we were there, we happened upon a, a party of Fomorians, giant kin that hate the Fey, and they think the Feywild should belong to them. We we had no choice but to fight. They trapped us. And Amelia and I were probably evenly matched with our mentors, but there were too many of them. Oh my god, Fomorians did this. Um... Here we go. That's what you just um, said, right? That's I'm what? not hearing things. You said the Fomorians did that, correct? The Fomorians, yeah. Why do you remember a thing? <laughs> He's gonna freak out for a second. Um, but uh, he he explains that uh, a uh, a Fomorian leader of some kind he offered us freedom and our lives if we would teach him how to activate the realm gate and how to set oh. its destination. <gasps> Amelia... Amelia wouldn't believe it for a moment. She... She was half Eladrin. You hardly tell to look at her, but... She, um... Her mother was killed by Fomorians when she was younger. And so it wasn't really a surprise that she refused to give them anything. And this leader incinerated her. And you can see, like, his entire body tensing up. He says, I was one of a handful to survive long enough for the Guild of the Gate to rescue us. Uh, house? Uh, please bring us some drinks, please. Okay. I don't know if that'll work or not, but, um... After a moment, you hear clunk against the door, and then the door opens, and the little bar cart rolls in. Oh, it's back. Um, I'm going to pour something out for Walter. Um, and I'll offer yeah. it to him. He, he takes it, but he just kind of stares at it. Um, he says, uh, it took upwards of a year for me to be physically rehabilitated. Even with magic. And ever since then, I've been trying to get her back. It's just going to get worse. Um, I don't know how long they've been 
working together. But I do know that at the time that the Jade Street Crows started separating, uh, Tristan was working with Fomorians. He intended to give Sala to them. The glass in his hand shatters. He would have given her up to them. After all he knew, what happened? He would have given up his own wife to them. I'm beginning to believe that Tristan Kepler would do just about anything for Sav. Everyone wants to keep reminding me. Not everyone, but the people that know. Keep telling me that there was a time when Tristan was not like this and I believe that there was a time where he wasn't as dangerous and bloodthirsty and cruel as he is now but I also feel like the people saying that never really knew what he was like in the first place it was my fucking brother I knew him better than anyone else including his own little brother That's what he wanted you to know, think. You know the stories of Silas Moore, of Silas Veneer. He was a child, and he was introduced to a manipulator. So, I. Uh... Everything's just a lie, then. My parents, my brother, my friends, everyone, everything. Not everything. You still have Amelia. Everything that you had with Amelia was real. What good that's doing me now? I also... Oh, God. What? Oh, boy, you too. Did Tristan... How much of a hand did Tristan have in introducing you and Amelia to each other? As far as I know, I introduced him to her. Well. He did get you into Mathine College. I'm starting to believe that Sav needed a more on his side for some reason. So you think Tristan has been grooming me all this time? Yes. Yeah. It's what he does. 
You know that as well as anyone. He finds people that need things, and he gives them the things that they need so that he can use them. Christmas. Tristan was a child when Sav got a hold of him, too. It leads back to Sav. He was grooming all of them. Since the beginning. Broken people that he knew that he could use. Because that's what he does. He finds the most broken person and uses them like a tool. <sighs> Maybe it's about time that we did some breaking, though. What do you expect to do? Question. I mean, any wrenches that we can throw into the plans. Yes, Scoop. Question for the DM. Mm-hmm. Uh, would I know from Family Tree stuff if Walter is only descended from Silas or if he is also descended from Aaron? He's, He's from, from Justine's Justine. side. Yeah, so Which is okay. not, oh, you don't know. It's his know. Uh, half sister. Okay, gotcha. So um, there's yeah. no veneer relationship then. So, uh, there's actually technically no more relationship either. Yeah, technically. Uh, um, yeah. Justine is uh, was Cynthia's daughter with another man gotcha. while she was married to Silas Moore II. Never mind. I won't throw that monkey wrench into the campaign. Here. Take your birthright, the Ace of Spades, and go kill uh, the man that <laughs> yeah. killed your wife. Uh, yeah, I no, think that would that. be more suited to Leon, but yep. yeah. yeah. Um, Didn't Walter tell us that he had met Keladir at one point and asked her to bring him yeah. back? Yeah, and she That's failed. That's why mm-hmm. he's, yeah. Oh, she failed, but yep. she's met him. Yep. So if he's related to Silas, she would know? It's technically, yeah. Um, so the reason Silas looks the way he does is a mix of his dad and Cynthia. Um, yeah. Walter would look a lot more like Cynthia, technically. Um, mm-hmm. But because he's technically not a more by blood, uh, even if Caladir could tell a more at a glance, she wouldn't know. Yeah, because the royal house more is separate from House Nial, which has the direct more blood. Or no, sorry, separate from House Veneer, which has the more bloodline. Uh, house Nial is a split off from the mm-hmm. royal house uh, more. Bloodlines, family trees—it's all so confusing. It is. Yay. So. Basically, the Veneers are Silas's, the Moors are Justine's. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Actually, no, with that logic, because Roan is from Justine. Interesting. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to ponder that one, if Keladir knows. Um... 
do you... I wonder if there is some reason then that because you're related to the Moors, ostensibly related to Silas Veneer, if that's why Sav wants you to be the one to try and get through the Awas tree. If you're connected I mean, somehow to death. The collective think... did tell us that Sav never does anything without a huge amount of planning. He waited thousands patient. of years for Alarka yep. to go away just to do his plan and then waited 300 years more on top of that. So you He's, think from the very beginning, Sov has had his eye on me. Yes. I think he's been waiting for the opportune moment to take someone from your family and it just happened to be you. And do you think my parents did that for him? Maybe, or maybe they just found you. I... I mean, we already kind of established they're probably not your parents, so. Well, also. It's more than biology. Taylor, I have a question that is mm -hmm. um, just for my brain to think about this kind of thing. I'm not going to bring it up. Um, Do I know what college Isaac was from? Oh, your mentor? Um... Mm -hmm. Uh, as in, as in, like, actual college in the world or school of magic? Uh, actual college in the world. I'm very curious if it is Mathine College. Ah, um, probably. Okay. That's all. How old is Isaac? I don't know. Where was Calum going to school? Cal? Callum. Callum. Uh, Callum <laughs> went Calum. to... He was at, up in Rhyme, so it's completely yeah. different. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, I uh, previously we called it Annika Academy, but it's it's Amira Academy. Ah. Why did we change that? Because I remember you changed because it because the there's a character like... named Annika who is Kenamak Ambrose. Uh, oh yeah, oh, that's right. Okay. Yep. Also, I've just decided over time names change, so fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Walter with shattered glass in his hand still. Um, just sort of stares at the floor for a minute. And he glances up and around like he's looking for something, but there's there's nothing really in here. Um, says, I I need to I need to talk to Leon to Orson. I think we all should. Did did Tristan ever mention being related to anyone? Are you asking this in or out of character? In character. I mean, the only person I know of was his parents. His father apparently killed his mother, and leave his father's in prison to this day if he's not dead. His name is... I, uh... 
What's his name? What, no, what, don't what, don't interrupt right then. Don't interrupt right there. Yeah, no, <laughs> I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. His name is Anton Kepler. Oh, we knew that. We heard all this before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, from Nathan. Okay, you what, can go. You can go ahead, Harris. Why, why do I not believe that his dad killed his mother? Because you don't believe I, I kind of feel like... Tristan says... I, I kind of feel like ever since he stopped shitting his pants, he's just been one of the most dangerous people to walk around this place. Well, considering his father had a long history of assault, theft, over-drinking, drugs, and so on and so forth, and had already possibly killed someone else, they could never prove it, it was sort of a foregone conclusion. Hold on. Tristan was practically newborn when she died. Alright, that was a bad theory, apparently. Hold on. What? Cause he, he tells Nathan basically everything. Well, maybe. Who knows? And Nathan told us a whole lot, but you just said Anton is probably still in prison. I don't know. But... Didn't we hear from Nathan what happened to Anton? Yeah, he got sent to prison. Here's the thing. Tristan doesn't leave loose ends. If Tristan's dad is still alive, why? I feel like if Tristan had killed his father, or if Tristan's father was even dead, Nathan would know. But he failed to mention that. Walter, do you know where his father would be kept? I would assume the prison outside of Constanos. Or, sorry, no, not Constanos, uh, Sotiri. Well, maybe we uh, have a field trip for after we save Chris, though. Where's Sotiri? Sotiri is also in Garrett Aldathos. Uh, it's a little oh. southwest of Constantinople, I believe. Man, you guys are just digging into it, Walter and Tristan. Uh huh. I mean, it's all connected! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's southwest of Constanos, um, through the Feybelt grasses and the Kula Highlands. Uh, so Tiri would actually not be far from where Fustrak is from. Uh, Fustrak, his people come from. I believe his people come from the Winter Steps. His dad wouldn't happen to be a Minotaur. That's an enormous jackass, would he? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, he absolutely is. <laughs> I'm talking about Tristan's dad. Oh. Not Fustrax. I w- that was the joke. God, that- Fustrax and <laughs> Tristan are brothers! <laughs> that wouldn't work, though, because Tristan's a lot older than yeah. Fustrax. Tristan's in his 40s. Yeah. I'm not going to dig anymore. You're not- sat in that same chair a couple weeks ago. I know how exhausting it is to have your whole world split open in front of you. So I'm just gonna... No, I'll leave you with one more thing. 
Your love for Amelia is real. Hold on to it. It's important. If you follow that love, you're going to be in the in in the right place all the time, doing the right thing. I want to smile so bad. <laughs> um, the best. <laughs> yeah, as you as you say that, he stares at you, trying to f- figure out what's the underlying like thing you're trying to say here. But eventually, he he looks away and he says, "I." I have a lot to consider. And regardless of what happens in Constanos, I am not leaving that city until Tristan Kepler is dead. Uh, House, show Walter to his bedroom, please. He needs to sleep. Nothing happens. All right. Well, house, show me to my bedroom. I'm very tired. <gasps> Pink line. Off into the distance. <clears throat> it's my favorite color. We, How did you know? Um, question. Question for the DM again. Uh, answer from the DM. Okay. Um, so, do the the anchor trees? Mm-hmm. Are they the reason that the demi weir is still here? Or are they just a way for the gods to anchor themselves to the planet? Uh, the anchor trees have been around since forever. Um, I believe even before the Age of Frost, if I have my timeline correct. Um, the Basically, they've been there since before people have existed. Um, but uh, once the demiweir was raised at the end of the dissolution, uh, the anchor trees were so because they were used as sort of like I hate to use the word throne, but the thrones of the gods, where you could go there to see them in person. Like Ursan, mm-hmm. for example, people would bring the ashes of loved ones to him personally, uh, and he would scatter them across Frosthold so that they would forever be sort of part of his kingdom in a way um but uh once the gods left and the titans stayed behind and the reapers stayed behind um the anchor trees were so spiritually connected to the gods that they maintained influence over the world um the the um the Garel shell tree, which is uh, Hesperus's, uh, his ended up being destroyed by Laska at one point because she believed, or they believed, that he had betrayed everybody and run like a coward during the dissolution, only thanks to the Obsidian Collective, specifically D, uh, to teach the world that he didn't run away, he was captured and held. Um that one was destroyed for a time, uh, but it has been uh, replanted by Laska themselves, and so they're recultivating Hesperus's connection to the world. So until the tree is like back and full, his influence on the world is very weak. Okay. 
And then <clears throat> we know that you can just kind of wander out of the Feywild. You don't necessarily need to go through the Demiware. Or uh, not the Demiware, through the Realm Gate. Yes and no. Um, there are some areas on uh, in Caladros and Garad Eldathos especially, uh, but there are technically places everywhere in the world where if you get lost, you could end up in the Feywild on accident. Um, and same goes for the Feywild. If you wander there and get lost, you could somehow end up in Atlaren, uh, because they are mirroring realms. Uh, they look exactly the same geographically. So if you go through the realm, realm gate in Garad Eldathos, you will end up in Garad Eldathos's mirror in the Feywild near a city called Amadathelion, which is in roughly the same place as Skogerheim. Okay. Um, okay. DM question. Yo. Tristan and the Crows, they already had the means to travel between the Feywild and Atlaren before Amelia was killed, right? Yes. They had okay. um our 489. Let me check my time. Let me check my tablet. Yeah. Um yeah, Amelia died in 489. Um, Tristan met Sala in Gwyn in 488, and that was when they established uh, their contacts in the Guild of the Gate. So yes, uh, before she died. Okay. I have a very random question. Yes. What do I know about where? What do I know about what my parents did before I came along? <laughs> um, uh, you would know. I mean, both your parents are pretty much cobblers. Um, Paige would have come from. Probably a tailor's family because it, the 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 skill uh, crosses over nicely, um, and Hector's pretty much been a cobbler his entire life. It's what his dad did. It's what his grandma did. Um, yeah, they were both they both grew up in or near vague. So, okay. not much is the answer. <laughs> There's nothing that would connect me to now that I'm mm, so because Magda was the accident, remember? Yeah, because I I really think Magda was the accident because Cal summoned Lorcan and accidentally got Sav. But like, why? mm. But you've proven your yourself. And why would he leave me alive? Why would he proven yourself useful? Once again, let me hammer home. He is the patient one. Yep. He Sav has shown us over and over that he never ever does his own dirty work. I mean, yeah. He knows we're going to pursue him. And if we remember last campaign, one of the reasons Alarka almost got through the Demi Weir is because we went there. 
But then, like, and I he had wonder... a whole totem totem pole of people. I shouldn't yeah. use that phrase. He had a whole hierarchy of people. Uh, basically, he was pawning all his shit off to. You guys didn't even know it was Ilarka yeah. for so long. Yeah, yeah. Wait, hold he on. He thought it was just Olgar. We've established. I I'm gonna I'm trying to think what we know about Sav versus what I'm just inferring right now, which there might be some overlap there. Sav technically hasn't crossed the demiweir into Atlaren. No. Nope. Uh, as far as you know, no god can, nor can any major entity. He just uses What about yeah. into the Feywild? Because that I mean it's just another plane. Right, but that explains but it is, why Lorcan. It is inside the demiweir. The is Feywild it? is. Yes, uh, the the three mirror planes, the Prime Material, uh, the uh, Feywild, and the Shadowfell are within the Demiweir. So are the Elemental Planes. Um, the Astral Sea sits outside of all of those. This isn't completely accurate to normal D&D lore. This is at and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so all the Elemental Planes and the Material Planes sit inside. And then there's the sort of mesh... And then there's the Astral Sea, and then there are outer realms like Ursvalar and Volker that belong to the gods themselves. Okay. Uh, the only real like crossover point is the Astral Sea, uh, because it is the all of the elemental planes, all of the mirror planes have realm gates, and the Astral Sea has a realm gate, but the Astral Sea is very carefully. Uh, the Astral Sea's uh, realm gate is very carefully kept with a sort of smaller demiweir um, to make sure that, you know, you can't use that little loophole to get through. But because it's smaller, it's weaker, which is why Alarco was trying to use it. More. If we're going to quit at three, we're probably going to have to end very soon. Yeah, I, I've literally been like staring at the clock this okay. entire time. You can ask me more questions about the world I'm, afterward. I'm going to um, have to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's let's wrap up there as you guys are all sitting and muddling over this new information. Walter is having a massive identity crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, even bigger than just, oh, wait, I'm Gabriel Moore. Uh, oh, shit. The people that I've loved my entire life are evil. Um, Except so maybe one still of them. the 22nd, you guys. It is still turned, well, it might be close to midnight. Um, this day has been so long. The last, like, three sessions have all either been in real time yeah. Or slower than real time yeah. because of battle. At this point, when you consider that we play for four-hour sessions, like the last twelve hours have basically been the day that transpired. Uh -huh. So yeah. this is an intense ass day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's run through this outro quickish. Um, so no fucking around. Ash has to go get her glasses. My glasses. Um, Thank you everybody so much for joining us for the Atlaran Adventuring Co. This one was a very 
dialogue heavy episode uh but hopefully next time we'll get to explore constantos and have a little more exposition and see the amazing city and how it's changed in the last 300 years uh you can find us on twitter at at lauren adv co you can also find our link tree uh here on screen or in the youtube description or wherever you're watching or listening uh please check out our red bubble by design uh get something cool support the show uh we are i believe uh yeah i talked to you guys about this um the weekend of march 19th um we we may pre-record but just a heads up we may may not um then uh we are also working on a book version of campaign one the sleeper campaign uh which we're hoping to have out in june so look forward to it um i'm so excited look backward to it so excited uh i think that's pretty much it for the mainstream stuff ash tell us about perception check Hey, peoples. Uh, yeah, I'm writing a book. It's called Perception Check. It's about D&D and being sad. Uh, I should stop saying that because that's not... <laughs> it's about complex interpersonal relationships in there a fantasy world. There we go. That. Um, wow. <laughs> so that's coming out on March 24th. Um, if you like D and D, if you like Wait, nerdy your people, book is coming out on March twenty fourth. Sorry, May I was like, 24th. oh my god, why did I'm we push back the one other one? <laughs> May twenty fourth. God, I ho- hope it's not coming out March twenty fourth. Uh, no, May twenty fourth, uh, and pre orders going up April first, but maybe sooner. Who can say? Uh, I I can. I've changed well, I- for the better. Sorry, wicked. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. It took a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, I may or may not get pre-orders up sooner than that uh, because I decided to take a whole week off of work and I'm going to be basically just formatting the hell out of things and I might just bite the bullet and just throw up pre-orders because I can. So, uh, yeah. That's what's going on. So. Cool. So look out for that. Blake. All right. Hi, I'm Blake R. Wolf. You can find me at BlakeRWolf.com. B-L-A-K-E-R-W-O-L-F-E. I uh, also on socials under that name. I write fantasy books too. Um, I wrote The Crystal and Chronicles, which this is book one, but the whole thing is done. Uh, There's five of them. Uh, It's like D&D-ish, but I don't know, more emotional. Um, and then I wrote Exordium. This is book Yay. one. Of, this is the hardcover. Ooh, you got um, hardcover. Yeah. So uh, this one is the, yeah, that's the old cover. This one, look at this, this freshly it illustrated cover. Oh, it's so beautiful. Um, anyway, this is a new series that I'm working on. Book two is coming out on March 10th, uh, Arbitrium. And that one's going to be really pretty. Um, and I just named the third book. The fir- third book is called Profundum. I love um, these names. I know. I know. Just, it's all going to be Latin for all of them. Uh, and then uh, I'm also working on this series, The Grimoire of Kings. I'll have that um, I'm currently writing book two of this one called The Sage and the Phoenix. 
And uh, that should be out probably in April, I think. You know, what anyway, you just this on one's a series. portal fantasy. The other ones are just like epic fantasies. But yeah, so uh, books, you get to read them, enjoy them, tell your friends, write a review Yay. that's not about how you dislike gay people. Available on yeah. Amazon, <laughs> bloggerwolf.com, yeah. other places, Anywhere Kindle. Like. Yep, it's on Kindle Unlimited, so. Yeah. Uh, Gail, you've got Gail. Hi, I'm Zachary Gail. My sinuses are pitching a fit because the weather's changing here in Michigan. Um, uh, horror stories, mostly short stories. I have a book coming out in October called Some Empty Houses Might Really Be Haunted. Uh, I have not announced the official release date yet, uh, just because, you know, fuckery could happen. Um, and uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Zachary G Author, uh, and my wife also makes really cool stuff. Uh, the map that's uh, just over next to Taylor was done by her, and uh, a lot of the stickers behind Taylor were also done by her. And she has a website, leanydraws dot com, l e n i e draws dot com, and uh, yeah. She's super awesome and has uh, helped Taylor with a couple of uh, uh, Atlarn related projects. So, uh, I'm working on a real fun uh, one right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw some of it while we were on break and uh, it's looking dope. Oh, I'm not saying shit. I want to know. No. 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 You sit there and be sad. Cool. That's every day. Shut up. Cool. <laughs> What's up, you guys? Is it, it's I'm, the, it, I'm the guy that does stream stuff with mastery. Uh, some might call it the stream master. Uh, today, coming at you with a, a cool whale fact. Again, back at that. Yeah, back on those now. Hey, did you guys know that whales are actually some of the longest living mammals on the planet? Yes. Um, not everyone knows that, but I thought I would share that. For the people Mean. that don't know that. <laughs> the biggest. Um, but yeah, uh, like, like, like bowhead whales can live to be over <laughs> 200 years old. Um, and like killer whales that aren't imprisoned at SeaWorld, uh, when they're left to their what? own devices, uh, they can, yeah, there goes that sponsorship. Uh, killer whales I don't care about. can live to be uh, over 100 years old, uh, which is crazy. <laughs> Uh, don't whale facts. don't go they're not even whales they're dolphins. with killer whales they'll uh <laughs> they're called killer whales they're they're i mean that's yeah but they're it's they're in the name technically they're, dolphins. They're dolphins. so well, i thought anyway, you like, said don't whales don't, that... <laughs> don't swim with killer whales because they're dangerous um oh, do it try it i thought you said not Please. in prison but in prison <laughs> like whales that were in prison yeah one of them's got a prison oh tattoo God. of a teardrop, but you can't uh -huh. see it because his face. That's is black. actually why killer whales are black and white. Is black the black white, is yeah. actually just <laughs> prison tattoos? They're uh, also called killer killer whales. It's actually just like that's that's their name. yeah because that's their prison name because they're actually they're just called yeah. orcas, uh, but their prison name is killer whale. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. that's like eight whale facts, some of which aren't true. Uh, and I'm on that spot note, the lie. Uh, we'll go to you, uh, Taylor. Cool. 
That was such Beans. a close call. Oh my god. I knew you were going to say it. Um, hello, everybody. I'm Taylor Wallace. You can find me on Twitter, on the Bird app, uh, at TA. I Y. Oh, barbecue sauce. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? T A I Y L O R W A L L A C E. Make sure you misspell Taylor or you will never find me. I am an editor, I'm a dungeon master, and occasionally I post opinions that never get any attention, but whatever. Um, you can also find me at Sonder underscore editing if you are a writer. Maybe you worked on uh, NaNoWriMo. Maybe you have a collection of stories that need somebody else to take a look at them. Maybe you got a giant-ass book that's 160,000 fucking words long. Um, <laughs> or maybe you I'm write sorry, was four that books a day. Um, yeah. Or maybe you I don't write me. and you just want to hang out. <laughs> I think I just described everyone here. Um, but you can also find me on sonderediting.com. Uh, but yeah, I, I edit for folks. And I am especially friendly to newbies who have new, no, new, no idea what they're doing. Mm. I have an idea of what I'm doing, kind of. But I second-guessed myself. Um, but thank you for joining us uh and uh you can catch us on twitch 11 a.m eastern on saturdays for the live stream and you can catch vods and podcasts following wednesdays on youtube spotify and other podcast platforms and that's it we're gonna end Sports. on time for once oh yeah no, we're a minute over I never mind it. we're late Fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> all right to guys. be fair i try to end the game at three that's fair all right. Yeah, we'll see y'all next time. Bye-bye. 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 B